On today's first round KO, we talk about the Super Bowl. We give you our preview. We look at everything from the offense to the defense to the special teams to the coaching. We even look at all the betting odds for Super Bowl 54. Let's get it. I feel like I have a different perspective than a lot of the people that you do <laughs> these types of podcasts with. Like, I just feel like, I don't know, I'm a little bit weirder. Yeah. Like, a little bit more out of left field with some of my stuff. Carter's Carter's like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. He he is under, under the firm belief that Patrick Mahomes is only made by his, by his wide receivers. I'm not completely under that belief, but I'm not you don't throw fifty. It. You don't throw fifty touchdowns. True, with that. true. But yeah, they get open very easily. Uh, yeah, and but that also goes to like, are there are any other running backs in San Francisco bad? No, no, they're good. They're good, but they're also made by the scheme, you know, by the coaching too. It's, you know, you look at Aaron Rodgers and some of his best years. He had one of the greatest wide receiving cores and deepest wide receiving cores ever. You know, that, that Sports Illustrated cover with all those guys, Jermichael Finley, Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, um, James Jones. They were Jones, speed demons. They could have tried out for the, Olympic, for the Olympic team. It was incredible. And yet, Aaron Rodgers gets all the credit. Yeah. But, like, now it's Aaron Rodgers is struggling. Even though he's not, <laughs> he just doesn't have the... True. You know, there's true. a balance between being made by your weapons and having weapons. And it's it it's a weird... It's a weird thing to hear people talk about because like, you know, and he, he used the example of like, if you put Aaron Rodgers on Pat on, on the chiefs, which seems to be, you put Aaron Rodgers on this team and what would happen? Well, any team you'd be coming on, like even like Cleveland, if you dropped Aaron Rodgers in Cleveland, they automatically become like, yes, because Aaron Rodgers is better at improvising with that shitty offensive line that they had. Yeah. Where Baker has not quite matured to that point. And like the other argument is if you put, Aaron Rodgers with Bill Belichick instead of Tom Brady for all this time. I say he has more than six rings, personally. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they win seven out of those nine or eight out of those nine Super Bowls. I it's it's a weird comparison to make, and it's weird like, but like honestly, if you put Aaron Rodgers on the Chiefs, I don't know how much is different. Because honestly, I I think Patrick Mahomes is that talented, and yeah. it, I think it it's early, but from what he's shown. Obviously, he wasn't going to throw 50 touchdowns every year. Yes, no, he, re- he no. regressed, and yet, and he got injured also, so that doesn't help. But, like, he's still a fantastic quarterback, I think. I, yeah, no, I, definitely. I don't know why. It, I, I, I'm actually shocked that they're still doubters about Patrick Mahomes. And especially, he won MVP his first year starting, and now his second year he's in the Super Bowl. Potentially Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Like, that would be unprecedented. It would be pretty nuts. Like, you're, you're already looking at him going to Canton. Absolutely, and I know that's crazy to say, and I and yeah, I know a lot of people hate when you say he, that. He this got his early, MVP. But, he's about to get his championship. Like it's wild. Yeah, I think you can do the intro now. <laughs> yeah, uh, welcome into first shot. What's the intro? <laughs> welcome everyone to first to the most must hear sports podcast in history. Welcome to first round K. Oh, I am your host KO, aka Howard J. Dingers, and I'm joined. 
I could say, as always, now I think you're going to be yeah, mostly I'm here a record. Lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm joined by Hanson McLevine. Hey, it was good. What's good? I'm excited. This is going to be our Super Bowl episode. Um, later in the show, the second half of the show is going to be a lot of interviews, returning guests to the show. It's going to be Carter, Connor, Chad. Wow, that was three C's right there. Who's the fourth <laughs> one? Um, ooh, I feel bad now. <laughs> I can't think of the fourth one. Oh, Cal. Wow, they all start with C. Except me. Except for Hanson. <laughs> That's why I'm on the show with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I'm. those are all great interviews, so please stay tuned for the second half of the show for that. Uh, it's about 40 minutes of those guys just giving their opinions on the show after we give our opinions. It's actually really fun. They all, I think they're all pretty differing opinions. One guy said that it's going to be a complete blowout on one side. The other guys say it's going to be a little more competitive. Um, it, 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 it's super exciting, so please stay tuned for that. Also, coming next week, I just made these plans literally an hour ago, but starting next week, every Saturday, Three Count Review, the wrestling podcast is back. Ooh. It's back. And a new co-host for that, too. Oh. My friend Duncan. Uh, me and him are huge, both wrestling, both huge wrestling fans. We both love talking wrestling with each other. So and we're not we, going to talk about Royal Rumble because I watched it. We can talk about the Rumble. <laughs> um, it, it was amazing. Um, but yeah, so the three count review is gonna we're, we're gonna do just a weekly episode talking about the week. Like we're gonna talk about Raw, NXT, AW, and SmackDown just on on every Saturday. To me, that feels the easiest to do. Because if yeah, you, you can't do it, to do it, you can't really do it Tuesday after Raw because then you got the two shows coming up the next day. You can't really do it Thursday because then you got SmackDown coming up. Saturday just feels like a good day. Plus, it's easier for us. Yeah. Uh, you know, no yeah. school and work and that kind of stuff on a Saturday. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, be, be on the lookout for that if you haven't already subscribed on uh, everywhere that you can find this podcast. We're also on there for Three Count Review. So find that and also Twitter at the number three count review. So with that, we are going to start on a low note. I do want to bring this up because it has hit me pretty hard this week as it has hit the rest of the world. Um, we would like to send our deepest sympathies to the families, all the families impacted by the helicopter crash uh, that happened on Saturday afternoon, um, especially to the Bryant family, uh, Kobe and Gigi um, being on that <clears throat> helicopter um it was it, it's extremely sad it, it it sent me into a funk um which i i think if you would have told me i don't necessarily like obviously i thought i i, I, sh- I say this like i knew it was gonna i don't i didn't think that it would hit me as hard as it did because yeah. i when i started watching basketball i was a lebron guy that was the year he went to south beach that's when i started watching the nba so I just gravitated to him. I was a Heat fan for four years. I've always been a LeBron guy, so I've always defended him over Kobe. I never really fell in love with Kobe. Well, I thought I didn't fall in love with Kobe, yeah, as, yeah. you know. And this happened, and it it almost it almost feels like I finally like that the discussion ended in my head, and I appreciated everything that he did. And I fully yeah. re- and I hate that it took this kind of thing for me to actually do for this to actually hit me. But I mean, the man was—he's a hero. He's an absolute legend in the sport. Mm-hmm. He literally, anytime you throw anything towards a bucket or a garbage can or anything, Kobe, y- you yell Kobe, Kobe, and it just—it won't be the same anymore. And the fact that. <clears throat> 
the fact that Gigi was on the point on the on the crash too, um, that absolutely killed me. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's like, there's a lot that that crash that there's a lot that went into that that people don't realize that there was three future shining stars in professional women's basketball on that plane. Like, Gigi was like the one to like save women's professional basketball it was gonna she was gonna be the prophet and not only that but she was gonna carry on the kobe legacy yeah she was gonna be the next black mamba and it's she already was she was balling she was there's so many videos of them doing the same moves much like you see the kobe mj videos there was gg kobe videos and it it, it's just killer because i was so excited to watch her grow as a player yeah you know i and just you know, and she was at NBA games with with Kobe. Well, and she, she was just getting to the point where her all of her AU games were on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I've been keeping an eye on them too. Exactly. So like, and it, it just you know it hits a little bit different for me with like my dad played against Kobe a whole lot and yeah. being out on the West Coast, being in Seattle, like it, it's it like it the the family aspect of how just crazy that was and i think about all the amazing things that my dad's done for me when i was playing basketball and what kobe was really doing was trying to avoid traffic on a really crappy weather day to get his girls to that game so i mean that that's just it's a testament to how much he was willing to give up so i mean he really was trying to do whatever it took to get there yeah and I, I've seen so many things, you know, like saying that I, uh, it's rumored that he, that Gigi was still in his arms when they were found. Yeah, I I don't know about that. I don't want to believe. That. I wanna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> you know. And the other thing that I saw because the video of him not flinching on the Matt Barnes inbound, there were people saying, you know, I like to believe that he didn't flinch on the way down either. Like, it's that kind of stuff. And that kind of stuff, I don't care if it's true or not. That's the kind of stuff that I'm gonna believe because. That's just, that's the mama mentality and just seeing everything. And it's kind of crazy too how integrated it's not necessarily him into the game, but the number eight with the eight with the eight second uh uh court backcourt violation. Backcourt violation, thank you. And the twenty four seven shot or the twenty four second shot clock, just that kind of stuff integrated in it. So many people change the the all star game, a lot of people are changing their numbers. Quinn Cook changed to twenty eight to go for uh gg and for kobe's number eight spencer dinwiddie switched away from eight yep and and honestly i've seen a lot of people say the league should maybe retire 24 i wouldn't be against it a lot of people either a lot of people got flack i think the heat got flack for retiring uh jordan's number because they were a rival but i think this is a much different situation i think 20 i even if it isn't retired i can't imagine anyone else wearing 24 i just i think a lot of people would go away from it Personally. Yeah, there's just there's no reason to. Um, it's like it's kind of like wearing forty two, so exactly. So, um, I I I really think they should just change the logo. I genuinely think that and too. Jerry West is on the same page with that, and I yeah I like, think Jerry yeah he would be on it, and he's been on it like he's yeah never wanted to be the logo so exactly, and I think that would be a perfect time to yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think that would be multiple iconic poses to choose from. Exactly. I mean, I still think the f- you got to go with the fade, right? The Kobe fade. Oh, 
yeah. With the baggy I shorts. So. I think that would yeah. work perfect on a logo, too. I Yeah. So, uh, sorry that we had to start on that down note, uh, but I did want to get that out of the way. Now, for the rest of the show, it will be completely NFL Super Bowl talks. Once again, our deepest sympathies, sympathies to all the families involved in the uh, accident. Now, before we get started, what do you got drinking tonight, Hanson? Oh, yeah, we're doing that still. We're doing that. I got my That's a strawberry thing, dragon fruit Sobe water. Genuinely the best flavor. It really is. I I'm, like yumberry pomegranate right behind it, I think, in yep, my opinion. But, but this is still it. Yep. There's almost like a syrupy quality about it. Yeah. It's almost a little bit more viscous, mm -hmm. which I like. So, yeah. Um, but on an even lighter note, I went to buy one pack of Skittles and got two. So now I have Skittles. Yeah. So, fun fact, the last three times I've been to vending machines, I've gotten extra things. That's wild. So, now I'm assuming vending machines are just like crane games, but you're at least guaranteed one thing. You're guaranteed to win, but you could win you more. You could win more, right? Oh. It's like the best crane game. I like that. Yeah, so, hit me up for your best vending machine tricks. I guess it's just good timing. I'm a terrible. <laughs> I just had a weird idea for a lottery scratch off where it's two dollars but you're guaranteed to win one dollar why wouldn't it just be one dollar exactly you're still making that one dollar but that i but people keep buying it because they know they're guaranteed the one dollar you're still going to make money off of that interesting i'm I just saying like that'd be super complicated wisco lottery hit me up anyway <laughs> um so are we going to talk about football first or are we going to talk about the entertainment side first i we should talk about football first and then we can and go on the wild goose chase, yeah. And then because then there'll be that break in between our analysis, the entertainment, and then the other analysis okay. from my guests. So, yeah, let's talk about the game. I genuinely am extremely excited for this game. Multiple reasons: one, love Patrick Mahomes; two, no Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even understand how excited I am because of and that. and three, these two teams, and may you can make an argument that the Chiefs aren't but these two teams feel like the best two teams in the league at this moment you know i think the ravens have an argument but i think these two teams feel like the top two teams where normally it seems like maybe that top team like the has chargers kind of yeah, yeah it feels like some teams maybe like the the saints in the last couple of years yeah too. we the packers should not have gotten as far as they no. did we all know that yeah like, we were happy with how far they got exactly <laughs> we went 14 and 4 after going 9 6 and 1 yeah. with a new head coach yeah i exactly so like I am so genuinely excited for this. I think it's going to be so fun to see Andy Reid back in the Super Bowl, to see a Shanahan in the Super Bowl. This is going to be – I think it's going to be so fun. No matter what, even if it ends up being a defensive battle like it was last year, I still think it's going to be fun. Although a lot of people will be disappointed, I won't be because – Yeah, I, it's going. both teams are going to be under 24. It's going to be one of those games. So – Interesting that you say that. We are going to get to the betting lines later, but the one I do want to mention, the over-under last time I checked was 56.5. I don't know what ESPN has it at, but I I don't know about that one. Like the money line? Yeah. Like the seven. For point? No, no, no. Oh, point overall? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I say a 26. And, oh, so combined? Right. Um... So it would be like 50. Does it not say in here? They don't do combined. They only do it by single team. Over under, 54. Oh, it's on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's dropped since I last looked at it. I I might take that. Because if you have a team, I don't know, go, let's say it's 24 to 24. 
That doesn't quite get there. I, you know, I, th- I, and I think there's going to be more points on each side. Although a lot of people, but there's the defensive side. I just think the running games and the explosiveness of the Chiefs. I think we're going to get there. Anyway, we'll talk about that kind of stuff later. Yeah. So the few things that I've had a lot of my guys talk about, I've we talked about Patrick Mahomes versus that defense and his mobility and his arm and the speed of the receivers versus the speed of the defense. We also talked about the pass or the running game versus the Chiefs defense. Can that Chiefs defense slow them down like they did to Derrick Henry two weeks ago? I don't know which one you'd want to focus on first, but I think those are really the two big story. I, you know, it's cliche to say it's offense versus defense, but I think that, I mean, genuinely those specifics, I think those are the big parts going into this. Yeah. I think it's what, what running game does Kansas city have? That's going to be able to draw enough attention away from their already really good receivers. The answer is none. So (laughs) unless or unless shady McCoy just has a throwback game. And the Super Bowl can bring out a lot in somebody. Yeah. So, but, but if they go with Damian Williams, which I honestly think they should because he is such a good receiving back, there's not going to be that much of a running game. He's not a great running back. He's a good receiving back. He really is. But if you watch him, he doesn't have, he kind of has that Trent Richardson vision where he, he, he just can't hit a hole sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I hate to, I hate to bang on him for that, but that that's just what I saw this year. So it'll be interesting what they do for rushing. But like Patrick Mahomes, man, I, you know, they, you talk about Bosa and you talk about Ford and and Buckner and Eric Armstead on that defensive line. He's not going anywhere. I think he can. And there's not a, Bosa's side. Yeah, he's going. He's only going to have one side open. But is Bosa left tackle, like left side? Is he left? I think he's left side. Yeah. So he he's got his his whole strong side's gone. So he likes to run to the left. I mean, but like his strong side though is gone. Right. That's big. So his main sen- his mo his main like open right. visibility. So I I don't really know what he's gonna be able to do because he's not a guy that stays in the pocket normally. He he likes those jump run throws. And when you have edge rushers like they do in San Francisco, you are screwed if you try to def- like try to defeat that on your own with your athletic ability. Yeah, but he's not necessary. He's yeah, and the speed of the defense, especially those linebackers, especially with Quan Alexander in the middle, he's not going to have too many opportunities. No, so. he's not. But the thing is, if he does, if he gets out, even if it's for a couple plays, those could be huge plays because I don't. Maybe I haven't paid attention that much, but the secondary of that defense doesn't seem that quick. Especially, I mean, you look at Richard Sherman. Jaquiski Tart's great player. I don't think he has the speed. You look at those kind of guys. I don't. I you know Tyreek. Who who's Sherman gonna guard? You know, and he's gonna have. Listen, he's great and he's had a career year. But who is he gonna guard? There's no, he can't keep up with any of them. He can't keep up with Robinson. He definitely can't keep up with Hill. He can't. I, Sammy Watkins even. I if, if those guys go deep, they're gonna have to bring over another guy, and someone's gonna get open. And then you got Kelsey in the middle. Who I'll you know any athletic linebacker I'm gonna take Kelsey over those guys. I think Sherman's on Hill, right? Because Hill's gonna be on strong side, or he's gonna have he's gonna be at least his own single for most of the time. He'll be isolated. Yeah, probably. It's just it it's so it's so interesting to me how that's gonna shake out because I just feel like that secondary I feel like there's gonna be. 
Kansas City might not be able to move the ball that much, but when they, I think they're going to get a lot of big plays. I think there's going to be, I you know, five or six. 20 plus yard plays from Kansas City and a couple of those could be touchdowns yeah and you're talking about your long ball your your what's gonna potentially be known as the classic like Patrick Mahomes long ball and that's the thing Tyreek Hill he's not just a fast guy he can go up and get he gets those 50-50 yeah. balls mm-hmm. so yeah, hops yeah I as much as and there there's one stat that I want to talk about in a second here too but as much as I as much as you look at this defense i think patrick mahomes has what it takes to exploit it not necessarily maybe not maybe that's not the right word but like you know we saw a shootout for san francisco with uh, in new orleans and i think patrick mahomes can do that yeah i think this offense can do that the the other thing too is they're going to be able to spread the ball out with the screen game. I think that hasn't gotten a lot of talking this this week. Is there the Kansas City screen game? That their fake run game? Yes, and I think it's going to be huge against this defense because if you especially if it's a delay and you get those you get the edge rushers in and those linebackers maybe biting in on a play action or something, you get that ball out to Tyreek Hill, you could get 10 yards. And then he turns in your makeshift running back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then they fake a screen to him, you know, and then you have the other side open. Yeah. So, I mean, they're. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. That's... I, I think the screen game is going to be big. I mean, yeah, Andy, it's going to be a big be. focus for Andy Reid. And if it's not, there's some bigger questions. So, yeah. I, I really think it's going to come, it's going to be a chess match because it's one really good offense versus one really good defense versus. One offense and one defense. Yeah. So no disrespect to those. No. Sides. Yeah. Like I mean, and the the offense and defense are still both very solid offenses and defenses. Oh, There's a reason they're in the Super Bowl. But the, there's no, I'm not necessarily going to say they're evenly matched because they're not. But like, if you like ratings wise, if we're talking numerically speaking, they're just about even. I think so. So. It's really going to come down to who's going to have the the deeper playbook. How how's his defense, especially how's his San Francisco defense going to read a Kansas City set? That whole team is so smart. You have the best tight end in football. Easily, easily. Not even there's not even a second in sight to Travis Kelsey. The second the second Gronk retired, it became Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, and probably even while Gronk was in the last couple of years, it you could still make a strong argument. Kelsey for was a Kelsey. close second. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean I think Kelsey's also gonna be a really big part of that. Easily. Whether it's the block in that screen pass game. Yes. Or it is him doing a post route or doing maybe and even a flare down a field. You never know with they him. They like using him as a fullback sometimes too. Yeah and <laughs> when you're what like plays. six what six six, six seven, Probably. like two forty, two fifty Maybe 260. Like he, he's a man's man of a football player. That's what I like seeing for a Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, no, no injuries. Injury I just saw that. Is clean. Yeah, oh, that's which I don't know if it's because the people that were injured were just minimal and they let him go. I mean, or, Coleman was the only big one that I can think of, and I, I've heard he's playing. Yeah. So, so with God knows what injuries, I, I don't think he'll get too much focus anyway. No. If Kansas City, we've seen in the last two games. They go down early, but they're able to come back. If they go down, let's just say three scores, whether that's 17, 
not 17 nothing, 21 nothing. If they go down three scores, can they still come back against this defense? I don't know the answer for this. I think they think can. can. I think they can. I, I do too. It's all going to come down to who is the best conditioned coming in. Because you had two weeks, and we know Bose is going to be good to go. It's not Mostert. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, I don't know. I don't because I want to. I don't know how confident I am in San Francisco's offense to be able to say, "All right, so San Francisco's up by three scores." But that running game. And we're yeah, gonna, we are going to flip this and talk about that in a second too. But I get looking for, at it from the other side, as in the the San Francisco defense playing against Mahomes. I think you do need to contain him. I think that's going to be the key, and I think they can do that for sure. The other part of it is, look at what the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans did in the regular season. Take that game plan and implement it. Take away their short stuff. Have have Richard Sherman play somewhat shallow. Have their linebackers still play shallow. Take away Travis Kelsey. Take away Watkins on those dump-offs. Take away Damian Williams. Because then you're forcing Mahomes to throw that deep ball. Now, yes, they're going to complete a 50-yard ball probably in this game. Or two. But those deep balls are so – it's a less likely completion than one to yeah. Travis Kelsey. You want to yeah. take away those – you, you want to take away the high percentage plays and give them low percentage plays. And that's what the Colts and the Titans did in the regular season, and it worked. You know, it, it, it slowed down their, their offense. And San Francisco, I feel like, is one of the better teams built to do that. Now, I think they're also very susceptible. Is that what I'm? Is that the word I'm looking to? That deep ball, yeah, with, with their secondary, which that I would think be is the correct a little, usage of that word, yeah, with yeah. a little weaker than their front seven. So yeah. it's going to be a give and take type of thing. If you can slow down, slow down Travis Kelsey and Damian Williams, if, I, I think that's the best way to do that. Yeah, if you can. And I don't know if they will. So, because Kelsey is just a different breed of human. They don't come like him anymore. No. The, the, the people that do come like him are called Zion. So, <laughs> like, that, that, the build, you just, you, it's hard to compete against that. So, it'll be interesting to see if he lines up on that right side against Bosa. I, that'll be, chip. yeah, that would be, that'd be a very interesting matchup because that technically would be their matchup because Bosa, would, with being the edge rusher, that yeah. would make a lot of sense. Because they're not going to stick a cornerback on or a safety on, and even on if Kelsey. he doesn't drop back, it's going to be Quan Alexander yeah, probably on yeah. him, um, which is probably a good bet as well. I mean, I just want to see if they're going to run Sherman like a free safety spot, like because they could run him as like a free, like a free man mid safety, like in the back middle of the field, he likes and just that left side though, and that and and people and have spy. talked about that. He yeah, if, that and if he wants to favor that left side, <laughs> and because if that that could be where they end up putting, like I mean, I'm trying to think, who who do you think that San or Kansas City is going to have an isolated receiver on one side? So, but who is it? Who is it going to be? If it's me, I put Tyreek on him. I, it's got to be Tyreek. I think but it's like, a challenge because now is that the side of the field that you stick Richard Sherman on? I think because you if put, you know he likes the left side, do you put Tyreek Hill on the other side? I think you put Tyreek with Richard Sherman. You want that matchup? I do. Interesting. If I'm, if I'm the Chiefs, I want that matchup. I think 
Be, even though Sherman, he he's very smart and he's gonna know where he's gonna know where Tyreek's going, but Tyreek's gonna be where he's going before Richard Sherman can figure it out. Like that's the thing. I think he the the speed matchup. I want that because even if it's a guessing game for Sherman and he guesses right, if if Mahomes can extend a play, that's a fifty yard bomb because yeah. he outruns Sherman. That's the kind of because then you also look at. On the other side, Watkins or Robinson, whoever they decide to run at the at the two or even the both, one of them in the slot. I trust Watkins to get open in the middle. I trust Denard Robinson to run a deep a deep post too. I I I don't trust. I think if you put Watkins over on on the Sherman side, that's a receiver out. Yeah, and it, that's basically putting him on Revis Island. I don't want that. So I think Tyreek has the best chance of beating that and keeping an option on the field. Without, because you could put Tyreek over there, but then they're going to double him, and Sherman's going to take out Watkins. I think it's the best bet to put Tyreek over on that side. I mean, after hearing you explain it, it makes a lot more sense. So, like, I mean, you kind of like want to isolate that just explosion of talent yeah. on one side of the field and just kind of let them do their thing. You want to give whoever has the best option to beat him. You want to give the, him to Sherman. I I got to say this. So I'm looking at ESPN's just Super Bowl preview page. Mm -hmm. Up in the top right corner says, find tickets presented by Vivid Seats, not sponsoring us. I don't think they would, but if you'd want to. (laughs) Tickets as low as $5,774. As low as. First of all, that's the lowest price. That's ridiculous. That's my tuition this semester. You got a deal. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm on campus. That's why. Second of all, there's still tickets available? Yeah. Um, Rachel Nichols was saying that around, it was like three or four hours ago on StubHub, you couldn't get anything cheaper than seven grand. Still, though, why are there tickets available? There's always there's thing? always tickets. Everything's got a price. I guess, yeah. Everything's got a price. Good God, I would have thought that sold out by now. Oh, they got Baker Mayfield on Get Up, too. Man. That's what I heard. I gotta watch well, that. He, he he looks like a mobster. Just well, got out of his bar mitzvah. To, he's next to Rex Ryan. That's what I wanna. Oof. I wanna see. All right, I'm gonna have to watch that later. Anyway, um, anything else you wanna mention? Chiefs offense versus Niners defense. I Patrick Mahomes is gonna be quick, but I they're gonna have the right plan coming in. They know what they're doing. That they are the best defense in the NFL for a reason. Exactly. So that's what I got. Let's talk about this running game versus the Chiefs because, first of all, sorry, I had a skittle. We don't know what running back is going to be featured. Could be Mostert again. Uh, If it was me, I'd go with the hot hand. He has looked the most impressive with the eye test over the season. I think he has the highest yards per carry uh, out of the three running backs, I believe. Um, He's the team leader in in season in rushing for them. I would go with him, but there's also, you know, there's the speed and power combination of Tevin Coleman, and then there's also Matt Breida, who runs like Le'Veon Bell used to in Pittsburgh, and he his patience is just incredible on some plays. His vision is really good. They have that three-headed monster. Do you th- Can the Chiefs, because we saw the Chiefs slow down. Obviously, Houston doesn't have a running game to slow down, but they, they slowed down Derrick Henry. I think they held him to like 82 yards or something yeah. like that. Do you think that they can do that again, or is that a completely different thing than slowing down Derrick Henry? I think it's different because, I mean, 
So the three main running backs that San Francisco's been running mm-hmm. all have like they're all kind of similar ish. Ish. But not the same. Which right. is a pain in the ass to prepare for. But on the other side of that coin, you also have to remember this is NFL football, and they've had two weeks to prepare for this. So yes. they're, they're ready for anything and that they're going to throw at them. And it's Andy Reid and a, and a Chiefs uh, staff who is very experienced. Yeah, I mean, San Francisco could come out and their linemen could be doing handstands when the quarterback says hike, <laughs> and they'd be knowing what's going on. Like, they they know what to prepare for. So I I don't think the running game is going to be that big of a deal. I'm more curious to see what Garoppolo can do. And a lot of people have been saying that. He's been kind of like... The vanilla ice cream of like upper tier NFL quarterbacks for the last two seasons. If I mean season for the two games he played last year, season for the last season. Now everyone keeps saying, "Oh, you got to slow down the run game." And then what is what is Garoppolo going to do? And everyone's talking about what Garoppolo. He's gonna got. He's gonna have to do something. He's been carried along this whole time. Like I kind like he's made his plays, but they're not like legendary plays or not maybe it's because i'm like growing you know up on who, aaron Rodgers, but like you know that's who makes compared to you know who makes the plays on this team it's the position players it's kittle it's samuel it's emmanuel sanders it's the running backs i <laughs> here's what garoppolo is he's gonna get the ball to the open man and with the shanahan offense and that running game where you have to respect the run and they're motioning on damn near every play there's going to be an open man and Garoppolo is going to do his job, but I don't, he's not going to be phenomenal, but he doesn't have to be. I am fully confident that this running game, they're not going to go for 220 yards again. No, there no. are damn. They're probably, I mean, that was just most it. I bet you as a team, they're probably closer to 300. Debo Samuel probably was close to hundred himself, but like I Garoppolo, he's experienced too. Let's not forget, he has two Super Bowl rings. Yes, he was on the bench, but he's done this before. He's been part of the media. He's yeah, been part yeah, of these practices yeah. and the preparation and all this. I I think that experience has gone under the radar because, yes, he hasn't played in this game, but he's been there. Okay, but here's, here's where I'm going to draw the line with that. Sure. There's this little stat that we as Green Bay Packers fans are very familiar with called QBR. Okay. Quarterback the quarterback rating is like kind of how we determine the usefulness of a quarterback. Correct. Aaron Rodgers likes to hang out in that 110 area, which is mm-hmm. just absolutely insane. Which is still the NFL record. Yeah, like yeah, that was the the season where he was bumping up in that 120 and everyone's like that's possible? <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but for my case for Jimmy Garoppolo during the postseason his QBR is under 50. Because he doesn't have to do anything. That concerns me, though, because this could be this is actually I shouldn't say could. This is going to be a situation where Andy Reid's going to come in. His team's going to be ready for the three headed monster of rushing. They're going to stop them. And uh oh, Jimmy G's got to throw the damn ball now. And what are we going to do? Are they, though? I think they will. Like and that I think they can be. I think Chris Jones in the middle. He can be Terrell Suggs, who's been there before. Uh, Frank Clark, who is just an animal, Reggie Ragland, uh, Sorensen, all these guys can be ready. 
Well, and I'll even elaborate. Like the regular season, his QBR is only sixty. That's still not good. No, like, but it doesn't have to be. <sighs> it's same thing with, and Tannehill was putting up numbers when he didn't need to. <laughs> it's just winning. Because they're not winning ugly. That's not what it is. It's just they're winning differently, and I don't like it. They're playing old school football. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Yeah. All these guys, all these analytic guys who say you need to pass on first and second down. San Francisco is saying, fuck you guys. We're going to run. We're going to run run the whole third quarter of the NFC Championship game. Garoppolo is going to go out there. He's going to hit his open guys, and and he's not going to make any mistakes. That's what I believe I'm going to get out of Garoppolo. He Shanahan's going to have a game plan, and, and unless they get down by two or three scores, which could happen, but until then, it's going to be a simple game plan with a lot of motion, a lot of running, a lot of wide, rec- uh, you know, reverses, wide receiver runs, or, or even just simple play action screens and just play action passes where Kittle's going to be open, Samuel's going to be open on a crossing route. It's going to be simple plays. Get the ball into your playmakers' hands and let them do it. Because Garoppolo, I don't he can be that guy. Maybe he just hasn't developed quite yet, but I you would assume he has by now. But maybe that maybe this is just who he is, and maybe he fell into the perfect spot. So Yeah, uh, and I think that's kind of like I think Jimmy is kind of like the fact that Mahomes only has five interceptions to Garoppolo's thirteen is kind of ridiculous. Well, and Garoppolo's also been sacked. 36 times which that's a lot over the course of a season (laughs) that is so i mean he's also a younger guy but that that still adds up now that you say that actually sacks are going to be huge yeah because if you get into a second or third down and long situation that takes out the running game yeah and then you have to make garoppolo throw over 10 yards and that could be I mean, again, I think Garoppolo is going to be fine. Everyone talks about, oh, he's not going to be able to step up. He only threw eight passes, blah, blah, blah. He only needed to throw eight. I think he will step up, not every play. He's not going to be Patrick Mahomes, but he's going to make his plays. He's going. I think Garoppolo is going to surprise a lot of people. It, well, and he, I think he's going to have to because when you're looking at the matchup of Kansas City's defense, like, man, like, and you're lining it up, they can beat those one-on-one targets. To get to Jimmy. So he's going to either have to get it to his running back right away, who's going to get smothered because that's what the game plan is going to be. They're going to just trap the pocket. Or Jimmy's going to have to throw like a quick slant or something. This whole game. Which they can. (laughs) He's never going to throw a ball farther than 10 yards. I disagree. Unless it's necessary at like the end of the quarter. Excuse me, at the end of the quarter. I think there'll be design plays where one guy is going – It'll be like a deep shot. It'll be like two crossers and a deep post or something like that, and then maybe one safety will bite. Someone will be open. But the, like ninety five percent of the game, I don't. He's not. He's not gonna throw a fifty fifty ball. No, to, you know, and it, and they don't have the. I mean, Kittle could, I guess, if he needs to. That, but that would be that would be late in the game. I think he's smart enough to this point where he's going to dump it off. To kill. He's, like, He's going to dump it off to his running back. Jimmy Garoppolo is like when you're playing my t- like my career in 2K and you're trying to get a good teammate grade <laughs> yeah. where you don't really care about your stats as long as you win. Yeah. And you get that A+. Plus. Yeah, exactly. I, I, A lot of people have been putting a lot of hate on Jimmy Garoppolo this week. He just hasn't done anything. He like, need to. I, I know, but like it's just like, okay, cool. So you got dragged along to a Super Bowl. Good for you. 
Like I, I, I know it's much more than that. Yeah. I understand it's much more than that, but that that's what the perception is, and he really hasn't done that much. I mean, I guess thirteen interceptions is a lot. So, yeah, I I don't know. He seventy percent completion isn't bad. I'll take that. So, yeah. um, special teams. Who are you going with? Oh, I don't know. It, it <laughs> depends on who uh, Kansas City decides to throw in the backfield for for uh, rece- for receptions. So, yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't, I wouldn't put Tyreek back there. No, I wouldn't. But that's like who you naturally, instinctually want to see. Put Robinson. He's almost just as fast. Yeah, he's but basically, but Tyreek Hill has like the experience. Then you. And it's the he, Super but he, Bowl. But he also doesn't. True. We saw, what was it? Was it the Houston game where he fumbled that punt because he hadn't caught a punt all season? Okay, he punts, yeah. Okay. That's what I mean. Yeah. Kickoffs. Kickoffs. I, kicks off, kickoffs are different. But there's also the injury element. It, kickoff and punts, you, there's a much more risk. I would rather save Tyreek. So do to, you throw, like, th- now you bring up an interesting question. Do you bring in your, like, fourth string running back with, like, insane wicked speed no, and in, hands that can't do anything else? <laughs> <laughs> no, you put out uh, you put out Denard Robinson, who okay. is, I think, I think right now you can say he's the third wide receiver on the depth chart. Yeah. Where, I and listen, I'm not saying whoever is going to punt return is going to get injured and you're going oh, to lose him. Oh, yeah, no, it's I just, just the, the elevated risk of I'm the not, high impact of speed and In distance, that kind of yeah. game, I'm not putting any more risk to injure Tyreek. And why the hell would you? Exactly. <laughs> you shouldn't. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I also give it to uh, Kansas City for the speed factor and because Harrison Butker has a fucking leg on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Leg, he so, could bomb. Wisconsin sports fans are really the only people that understand and appreciate punters and kickers. Just saying. Eh, I'd say at in, least I'd punters. Say Indiana also has. Well, a- yeah, but it's like it's a northern <laughs> Midwest yes. thing. We pride our 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 Special skill teams positions. Are huge. I mean, we. Yeah. It's a huge. Th- I mean, look at the national championship game. There were what seven, five punts in the first quarter. Yeah, that was field, the worst. <laughs> field position was huge for that game, though. Like Joe Burrow was at the back of his end zone like three times. Yeah, you know, and showed his greatness. <laughs> well, yeah, but it also worked to Clemson's benefit in that first half, where LSU couldn't quite move the ball that much, so that field position really helped them out. Of course, it didn't work out in the end game, but that's just just because Burrow. So, I field position could be huge because is San Francisco if they if they get like if they get backed up all the way inside their ten, that might throw off the running game a little too. You know, they, are you going to then run for 90 plus yards on a drive, which they can. We've seen them do it. But yeah, yeah. They're more than capable. But I think they're going to then more lean on the pass. I, I Again, I think Garoppolo is going to be fine, but I, I, you definitely need to stop the run if you're if you're Kansas City. Yeah, for sure. OK, so what what's your final score? That's what I was just about to ask. Score an MVP. And I want to preface this with, I want Kansas City to win this game. But Ditto. the last seven times that a Super Bowl matchup has featured a top five offense versus a top five defense. Defense wins. The defense wins. We saw it Packers. We saw it Steelers multiple times. The Patriots multiple times. The Ravens have won with Trent Dilfer and Joe Flacco at quarterback. We've seen it multiple. The Seahawks 
were on both ends of that. <laughs> and the Broncos were on a terrible end of that. And uh, also on a good end of that. It's a weird thing, the Super Bowl. The, the defense always kind of comes up. I just have this feeling that Garoppolo's going to play solid. That running game, even though they're going to be slowed down, they're still going to be effective because you have three guys who won't get, to, you know, they won't get tired because they can get subbed in and out. And you have that defense slowing down Patrick Mahomes. They're not going to stop him. I don't think anyone can, but they're going to slow him down. I just, I, I just have this feeling that San Francisco is going to win. I will be cheering for Kansas City, but I'm going to go San Francisco. I've been thinking about this score all week. I'm going to go 31-28. Mm, I don't like that. 34-28. 34-31. I'm trying to fit field goals in here. 38-30. Not 30. 34-31. It's a three-point game. Okay, so. In, let's see, what, what year was this? So, so Joe Montana... He he did this little thing where he threw for 357 yards, and it was the Super Bowl record for for yards thrown in a game. <laughs> what? Which team was he on? Uh, the, I believe the Dolphins. What? The, the, or not Dolphins? Um, um, Montana. Mon uh, it was one of these two teams. Yeah. Wait. It was. If I'd have to guess, I'd say Niners. Yeah, I think this was Niners. I don't think he um, ever made it with the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. I'm, I'm assuming it's Niners, considering they're talking about Garoppolo in this. Okay. Um, except I don't think Garoppolo does anything with it. I think it's going to be the guy on the other side of the ball. I think there's a potential for Patrick Mahomes with his absolutely bonkers wide receiver core to break that 357 mark. In fact. I think that Kansas City is going to blow out the 49ers by a score of 49 <laughs> to 14. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be over after the second quarter. I won't spoil who said this, but in one of the interviews, someone said the opposite. Someone said San Francisco would win, and I think they said... 42 to 7 or 49 to 7, I think. They yeah. said 49 to 7 because it's still at the over under. I, I've got this thing right now where Patrick Mahomes is like young athlete and like not saying that there's not going to be motivation on the other side, especially with all the Kobe stuff that went on. I just, I, I feel oh, like, shoot. I just, I feel like there's just going to be this thing with Patrick Mahomes where he's going to have this reinvigorated energy. He, I, he's going to do something scary. So I, I forty nine to fourteen is what I got. Wow! And then my my Super Bowl MVP is obviously going to be Patrick Mahomes because he's going to break the touchdown or not the touchdown record. Well, probably the touchdown record, or whatever that is. Yeah. Um, but he he's probably going to end up breaking the um yards record in my prediction. My educate him a guest. My educate a guest. I want you to be right. I really do. And I that's, want. That's what this is: is wishful thinking. But if I'm right, like. ESPN hire me. <laughs> like I want Mahomes to win. Yeah. I want Andy Reid to win. I just want that team to win. I you know, and I want them to win more than I want San Francisco. Is what it comes down to. Um, I think it's gonna be super interesting. I I genuinely cannot wait for the Super Bowl. I think it's gonna be so fun. My MVP. Now, I this is one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, and I'm trying to see if I can find the odds because the odds were kind of interesting. 
the three top odds, because I'm picking San Francisco, the three top odds were Jimmy Garoppolo, Raheem Mostert, and George Kittle. George Kittle was something around plus 1,600. I want. I I think I want to put money in on George Kittle because I think he's gonna have a huge. Both of these defenses, and this is something I forgot to bring up. I'll bring up right now. Both defenses are extremely susceptible to tight end point to tight end yeah. uh, explosiveness, and both teams have explosive tight ends. I think Kittle and Kelsey are going to have extremely good games. And I listen to a fantasy football podcast, and they do this thing right now where they're picking three players from the two teams, and you have to play against them. And it's basically fantasy football with three players, three position players. And they picked two tight ends and a running back, or oh. two tight ends and a receiver, which is crazy. Yeah, tight end, yeah. But I can't argue with them. Kittle, no. Travis, Kittle and Kelsey. And I just I think Kittle's going to have a huge game. I really do. I you know I I think he's going to be all reliable. Jimmy G, there's going to be times where he doesn't know where to throw the ball and he's going to throw it to Kittle because in a panic move or whether it's just, or or and Kittle's going to catch it Kittle's and he's going to do the it, Kittle thing run. and yeah, he's, he's going to get 15 yards for no goddamn good reason and I I I'm going to predict. I don't know if I'm going to quite put money on it yet. I might, but I I'm going to say Kittle wins MVP. Cuz if you're going for the 49ers Garoppolo is not even your first choice, unless Garoppolo has a game where he drops 280 I'd, yards and like three an touchdowns. Andre Iguodala game, like <sighs> not your first choice, but then ends up being your first choice yeah. when you need him most. On or or unless Mostert, Coleman, or Brita go off like Mostert did last week. Yeah, I don't know. I just I or, just, or I, a defensive play. Like I just Bosa I don't. Has. I can't see San Francisco winning it. I just I can't see it. Like you, and listen, I hope you're right. I've never liked San Francisco because we need some good news around now, <laughs> and I just I don't see. I want Patrick Mahomes. In this. Yeah, I've been a huge Mahomes fan ever since his first game, uh, week 17, his rookie year. I and then they traded away Alex Smith. I was like, they see something in, yeah. in this kid. I'm a full believer, and he's been one of my favorite so players. We should right now be in the all train ahead like comparison of him and baker mayfield <laughs> considering they're at like the same age point right now basically right what is there to compare i just want to like i want to shit talk about baker mayfield for a hot second <laughs> because Why? i'm so sick of his commercials and for, oh god like, he's gonna have a super bowl commercial and yeah they're just giving him more airtime they're so bad they're working like that's i mean that is not what advertising like, is now yeah I, like I, when I, I first saw my cut that's funny because nobody goes to brown's games so in order for it to be worth it they have to let him live there i didn't think about <laughs> it that way i like like the lawn mowing one where he's got the push mower like i that shit did you not under the original joke of that was because nobody would come to games so that they had they to have, have the him. one with people leave. I guess there's not that many people leaving. The, the the original joke behind those commercials was nobody would come to the games, so they had to have him live there and take care of the stadium while nobody was there. I never thought of that. Yeah, and then they're like, "We can't do that." <laughs> That's hilarious. And then they're like, "Well, we could just like you know, it's his home. We'll take care of his home. That could be like our thing." So that's what it is. I thought. I mean, I thought it was as simple as protect home field. No. <laughs> no. The, the, okay. I gotta That's tell amazing. you. Let me. 
So for all you listening, that this is like my field. This is like what I'm going into for my profession. Most likely is advertising, okay. like make directing, producing, writing advertisements, right. especially commercials for radio and TV. So at since a young age, I've been very interested in this stuff and been super studious. Bucks lost. Yeah, it's, nice. it's gonna happen eventually. They 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 called DJ down to the herd. That's why. He wasn't up on the roster. It was a stupid That's move. That's something I want to talk. He, he had a great we, night, though. We need, yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I forgot what I was talking about. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> Marketing. Marketing. Oh yeah. So um, we, I've been studying, been very studious of these ads my whole life, and the ones that are always the stupidest are the ones that work, yeah. and. That's never been more evident than with these. Look at the State or Farm commercials. Even worse, the shitty Hulu commercials. <laughs> I love those. Because they're like, they're literally like saying, yeah, we pay our athletes just to be here. And you know, like that's it, what this is. Because it's extremely on the nose and it's what, and it's almost like a meta thing. Like yeah, people, it's, it's the meta ad for. And you know what's my favorite part? It's like, if I was an athlete, yeah. I, of course I would sell out like that. I would sell out for money. And I think it's funny that Giannis does it. Like out of yeah. all people, because he I, it's Giannis, a joke. Saquon, like, uh, Baker again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, Baker knows that he's never gonna win while he's wearing brown and orange, so he might as well get some money out of it while he's the face of a franchise before his career's over. Listen, I like the hire Stefanski. I think that's gonna. Man, we were saying very similar stuff a year ago. Like I never no. There, there were a lot of people that were very optimistic about the Browns going into last season. Well, yeah, but if you look at the Very. coaching, the coaching, no one, and I can't believe the Giants. The Giants are so stupid. I love their head coach hire, but they hired Freddie Kitchens and Jason Garrett, yeah, who are the two over, most overhyped coaches from last year. That was weird. Those are the worst <laughs> hires. That like, was really weird. And you know what? Actually, I shouldn't say that because they were terrible head coaches. I think they are coordinators for life, so maybe it'll yeah. work. And yeah, I think Jason Garrett's going to shine in that role. And I actually do. I think Joe Judge is a fantastic hire for them. Yeah. But any, we are going to do a coaching episode at some point. I don't want to get too into that, but I never said a good thing about Freddie Kitchens in the last year. So. <laughs> yeah, I it's, mean, I think it is different this year. Again, I'm I I and I will fully admit I way overhyped the Browns. I thought they were going to win the division. I we also didn't know about the Ravens, but I thought they were going to be a lot better. Um, so I will admit to that for sure. You can go back and listen to my predictions. I think I had them, uh, I had them winning the division at something like 12 and four. We also thought the Packers were going to lose a lot more. So I predicted 13 and three on this podcast. Well, we're not all KO. So. <laughs> um, I got all the games wrong though. That the, not that, not the games wrong, but like the three that we lost, I got those. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about this other, these other lines. I'm trying to find. Uh, the, the the actual lines mybookie.ag probably has it they're a good site um because there, there's a few things like like the mvp there's a few things you also mentioned the uh national anthem the there's national so anthem length to talk about with this uh with the super bowl like uh, chiefs win by blah 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 niners win by blah 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 touchdown field goal jeez there's so many things but, but get to the fun things give me the coin toss give me give me the it's national gonna be anthem. heads I've got my money on heads. See, I tails never fails, man. <laughs> Until it fails you when it, it's a... Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to give the exact details of what the heads or tails was for. 
But I used to live by the model of Tales Never Fails. That that used to I, I would have had that tattooed on my forehead. That's how much I believed in it. Until the day when I went for Tales and I needed it because I didn't I really needed to not fail at what I was you know, doing the the coin flip for. I, Tales failed me. Oh boy. So I should never go Tales again. I I s I heard this fact. It's not a fact, it's a fake fact. But it was like Tails is more it, it's statistically not 50-50. Tails is more likely because the head on the other side is heavier or something like that. It was a really funny fact that you could actually believe if someone told me that. It's super arbitrary though because even in those NFL coin tosses they never use real coins. Oh no, exactly. So like that it wouldn't work to that, but like there's that kind of my bookie doesn't have what I'm looking for here. Um but uh here. So right here the over under originally opened at 156. And it's one minute fifty five seconds length from start of the Star Spangled Banner vocals to the final note of her first brave. So I don't know if it's when the note ends or begins. Um shortly after the line rose to two minutes and one second, and then again to two minutes and three seconds. And this is according to the rap.com. Interesting. I, I'm still I'm gonna take the under on this because of her pop background. And her who is it again? Demi Lovato. It's Demi. Uh huh. And now, with her social or with her personal life and the crazy stuff that's been happening with her, I could understand a more somber, stylistic version of the national anthem. I think she's gonna belt. I, mean, I think she is too, but I don't. I I hope it's longer than I hope it's the over. This is what I'm looking for. I'm hoping it's the over, but I'm assuming it's going to be the under. I'm an over guy. I'm I'm one of those guys in sports betting who life's too short to bet the under. That's no fun to bet the under. You want to bet the over. You want to bet a high scoring game. You want to cheer for that high scoring game. Yeah. Unless it's smart. Unless you're you know, Titans versus Ravens. I was going to bet the under all day on that one because it's that running game. You know that kind of stuff. But like. I don't know. I, I like betting. I like the, especially with that kind of thing. I want to give me a long national anthem. Piss like people two off and a half internet. minutes, yeah. three minutes, like the Christina yeah. Aguilera, Demi, Whitney Houston. Unleash those pipes on the world. You only get those two minutes. Make them count. You know what I mean? That's the kind of stuff I like to, I like to bet on. So I, I don't know. I'm excited for this. I, I'm trying to, okay, here we go. No, get out of here. I, yeah, it, it's off. Get, mm, stop it. It'll be it'll be fun because this is one of those things like growing up go. in a basketball household, we always looked up this stuff for Super Bowls. We never cared about the actual game. Like we muted the game and unmuted it for the commercials. Really? Yeah. Like that we did that for Who, five, six years. It's a box this year. Uh is it? I think so. I want to say it's Buck and Well, good luck getting in the game because there's blackouts literally everywhere. So you I might have YouTube TV. Yeah, well, we we might even get blacked out. So yeah, I know. What? So go, yeah, like the illegal streams are unfortunately going to be. I'm not illegal streaming. I'm not either. But, oh, but oh, you're saying that those might be the better options. Like, unfortunately, like that's what the NFL does to people. That's wild. Okay, so the classic bet, according to this website, heads and tails, both minus 105. Of course, it's 50-50 odds. There's going to be some dumb drunk dude in Vegas. That like just like started retirement and has got all this cash on him and celebrating in Vegas and he's mm -hmm. gonna just drunkenly put
put all of his money on one of them <laughs> and win and yeah. like double his money. I can't wait. Um, one of my favorite ones that I didn't know was a thing until uh, I saw it the other day. Color of the liquid poured on the game winning coach. Yeah, it's going to be blue. I got my money on blue. <laughs> really? Blue. See? Okay, so let me go through the odds. Lime slash green slash yellow, which are all considered one, plus 175. Red slash pink, two, 250. Clear slash water is 375. That's boring, but it could be a thing. Blue is 400. Orange is also 400. And purple is 500. First thing that came to my mind was orange. I don't know why. That just seems like a popular one. That happens a lot. Plus 400 are pretty decent odds. <laughs> blue is also very common. Mm, that's true. I keep dropping skills. Um, you better you better pick that up because we, we don't be leaving any I of know, that I in. Can't see it. I'll find it. Out. Okay. Well, I'll clean up after. Okay. I promise. Yeah, I I think that I I'm I I mean I'm gonna be throwing a fucking dollar on most of these. I'm not gonna be betting a lot of money. Yeah, on yeah. Please don't be stupid with your money. We're not advocating. No, this. please don't. Be smart with your sports betting, please. Um. Also, if any sports betting sites wants to sponsor, I will gladly use your site forever. Mm. Um, for reference, Bill Belichick got hit with blue Gatorade after the Patriots won Super Bowl 53. I'm telling you, there's this thing about blue Gatorade. I didn't even know that fact, and I picked blue Gatorade. I think go. I'm on to something. Part two, national anthem bets. Demi Lovato length over two minutes and one second is minus 175. Under two minutes and one second is plus 135. The under actually seems really good there. I don't know. So I don't know, man. I might have to like actually do research. Let's see. Here, here's what I'll let me give you the background for Demi Lovato right now. Like, like I said before, she's coming out of some pretty serious personal stuff. She's been in more of a somber mood recently, but she's also been known to come out of this type of stuff because she's come out of something like this before. She's had her own demons that she's dealt yes. with, um, and she comes out super powerful. I don't know what the hell's coming. So I'm hoping that it's the under because if I'm going to put any money anywhere, it's going to be on that. <laughs> so apparently Gladys Knight went for two minutes and one second last year. Yeah. And the over under last year was one fit one minute 50. So yeah. they bumped it up. I don't know, man. I, I still want to go over. I think I, but the under seems really nice. Here's what I'll also say. I would go over. Because she is, you said this before. She's gonna belt. I think she she, she really is a, a belting yelly singer, mm -hmm. and Which, she's amazing at it. Exactly. So, like, do yeah, it. <laughs> that's not a negative thing. Um, Demi Lovato omit a word from the national anthem. What does that mean? Omit a omit a word. Am I being dumb? What does that mean? No, does that, omit. Like she's not gonna say a word. I don't know what word. Like she's gonna know. miss a word or yeah, mess it up or there's something. There's probably some sort of God. She's not gonna say God. Okay. So no is negative is minus three thousand. Oh, oh, that's is she gonna? Oh, is she gonna miss a word? Yeah, that's what it is. It's not like a political thing. She's just gonna miss a word. Yes, or say a word wrong. Yes is plus nine hundred. <laughs> that's a huge difference in bet. Wow. So wait, it. I so you'd want to vote yes to win money on this? Oh one. yeah. I mean, so, you would listen. So the way, if you bet on that negative three three thousand. You're not going to get a lot back. You're going to get your money plus a little, a little, yeah. little bit back. But it's going to be a, it's going to be smaller than what you bet. If you bet that plus 900, you're going to get what you get back plus like 
it, it's weird how betting works, but I finally have it figured out. It's hard to explain though. Yeah. So like if you, I don't, if the, if it's plus 100, I think is how it works. I'll just give this as an example. If you bet five, you're going to get your five back plus another five. I don't know exactly how it works. <laughs> I don't oh, know how the math works out. Yeah. But yeah, that's, yeah. That you're going to get more on pluses. Yes. yes. Yeah. Anyway. Because I was I, when I first started betting, I was like, "Why the fuck would I bet if I'm gonna lose money?" Yeah, that <laughs> doesn't make I, sense. I didn't know I got it back. Yeah, also. yeah. Um, length of the word "brave" five point five seconds is the over under. Oh, over. I think so too. No, the no, it should be the amount of key changes during "brave" note changes, because it's always "brave" like that type of shit. Yeah. So, like, how many notes is she going to switch while she sings Brave? Because I, I got, like, four on that, too. <laughs> That's an interesting one, too. This one's interesting. Any player raise a fist during the national anthem. Oh, totally. Yeah. The no is minus 1,500. Uh, yes is plus 600. I think someone would do it. Does it have to be on TV, or is it just no, is someone there No, it has to happen. Live? Where do I bet on this? Betonline.ag. I might have to do that. Hashtag not sponsor. But that that's what I actually put money on. That one I might also. Um, any player take a knee during the national anthem? I'm gonna say a hard no on that. <laughs> I don't yeah, think Yeah, I have a will. feeling the 49ers aren't really now they were big on it, but and a lot of players were, but I feel like most of those players are gone. Yeah, they kind of cleaned house. Yeah. Uh the no is minus twenty five hundred and the yes is plus a thousand. Yeah, I st- I would go no on that. I would also say no, but you're not going to win too much off of that. Pre-game or game day shenanigans, I would say. Will a fan run on the field? 2000 on minus 2000 on the no, plus 700 on the yes. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to say no. Wait, where is it? Miami? Correct. Oh, maybe. Maybe actually. They, yeah. Isn't liquid <sighs> cocaine legal there? What? Like they there's like this like form I don't know. One of my That's one of my yeah, it's they and yeah, they've got this whole like the high energy stay up all night thing that is like all Miami, which is like so Vegas, but this next one is really funny. It plays off of the last one. If a fan runs on the field, who will tackle them first? Security guard. Security guard is plus one twenty. A uh, player is plus 175. <laughs> a team staff member is plus 250. And another fan is plus 750. Okay. Can you imagine a fan gets, they run out and tackle that fan. All right, so but then that fan also gets tackled. Let's rewind someone. probably, I think it was about 20 minutes ago. And I said, shit, what, what, what did I say? It was like, um, imagine the, the crazy drunk dude just got into, just got out or into retirement all that cash in his pocket. <laughs> yes. And he walks up to this like janky ass sports betting mm-hmm. like stand. And Not even like a, a another desk fan stand. Will, will tackle, tackle Let me fan. bet this ten grand that a fan's gonna get tackled by another fan on the field. Mm-mm. That's not gonna happen. Um will a John three sixteen banner slash sign be shown? Yeah. Now, does that also count if it's Austin 316? That won't be there, but... No. No, I don't think it would. It'd be funny um, if it was. Why why bring that sign to a football game? Why is that... Is that a big thing? Apparently, it is. Isn't it the... Um, 
I mean, John three sixteen is God so loved the world he gave his only son. Is in the, isn't that Colin Kaepernick's thing? Isn't that part of his thing? Ooh, very well could be. I think it is. Okay, well the odds on that are minus five hundred for a no, plus three hundred for a yes. So, so I'm it, assuming that's a Colin Kaepernick thing. It seems like it's likely with only a plus three hundred for a yes. Um, any player use a prop during a touchdown celebration? I'm going to say hard no on that because yeah, that hard is a no. penalty. Yeah. And you do not want to do that in the Super Bowl. I don't think any player would be that stupid unless they're up 49-7. to <laughs> Which they will be because I can predict the future. <laughs> oh, man. Um, will there be a power outage? There is no option to bet no. There is only yes at plus 4,000. You know what? Throw two bucks on it. Genuinely might. Because you're going to get two bucks back somewhere else. You got to think I'm going to win one of these. If I put if I put a couple dollars on one of the on all of these, not all of them, I don't think, but there's so a couple of them. That you I will. Should, yeah, pick and choose the ones that you feel pretty comfortable with. And then pick one or two. You're like, let me throw a couple bucks in this. And if it happens, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. Will... <laughs> Nicotine money. Will anyway. <laughs> Will Andy Reid coach the Super Bowl in a Hawaiian shirt? No, but he should. Yes is plus 1400, no is minus 10,000. It, it's an it's going to be a hard no for me, dog. But like I <laughs> wish. This one's ridiculous. Will Andy Reid eat a cheeseburger before the end of the Super Bowl broadcast? That means from start to finish, pregame to end, on the field, will he eat a cheeseburger? No. I'm, I'm assuming it, it's the favors to no again. Oh, but, but wait. What if they win and a player brings him a burger? Is that a thing? He Did you hear his postgame after no. the AFC Championship? He said he's going to go home, eat a cheeseburger, and go to bed. <laughs> and that, became, that blew up. Oh, I could see that. Clay Matthews brought out a world championship for Aaron Rodgers. I could see Tyreek Hill goofing and bringing out a fucking cheeseburger. That would be Andy amazing. Reed. That's another one I might just throw. It's plus 1200 for a yes. I might just throw a dollar on that one just to just to because I want it to happen. Uh, so it is Buck and Aikman. Will Joe Buck or Troy Aikman say Patriots? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And Garoppolo is the quarterback. Of course they're going to say Wait, Patriots. Wait, on accident or at all? It just says, will they say Patriots? Yes. That's an easy yes. It's only minus 300. That's not a crazy minus, actually. No. You'll get a decent amount of kickback on that. Noah's only plus 200. I, that's one of those that I'm going to throw on. Um, Will they mention that Garoppolo started with the Patriots? Absolutely. What is yeah. this? Yes is plus 100. So put money, put all your money on that. I'm putting money. That's going to be my winner so that I can yeah, get Yeah, so the- you can do your power outage one. <laughs> God damn it. Will Tom I Brady, hope there's a power outage. What is it? Will Tom Brady be mentioned? Yes. Will Aikman or Buck speak Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're in Miami. Plus, yes is plus 500. No is minus 1,000. <laughs> I hope. God, I love these. These are amazing. I hope this is good audio. I I, I hope you guys you, are You know who's this. coming up with these? There's some dude smoking weed up in, like, some like attic somewhere right. with a laptop and, and like Twitter. This is incredible. <laughs> Will they mention Andy Reid punt pass kick competition? I sure hope so. Do you see they, the video from it? No, I haven't. It, it's funny. Is it, it? It, yeah, because he's like trying to do. He's trying to do. When some was of this? 
It was a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. So it's recent. Oh, recent-ish. Absolutely- he's done it before. There. Yeah. Yes, it's plus one, five, one or one fifty. Yeah, I think they'll talk about it I because think they will. yeah, especially when they t- start talking about the Walter Payton Ooh, Award. This one from Odd Shark. Good one. Holy crap! Excuse me. How many commercials will air during the Super Bowl? The over under is ninety two. Okay. And a half. So. I'm gonna say over. Here's, I don't know. What I w- I would actually be, <laughs> with with more with more research, I would be very willing to put real money down on that bet. Actually, I I would actually I'm assuming go with the over. What I'm going to so. assume is last year was somewhere around. 92 maybe and 90 and there's going to be more because that's how that works it's going to be more so yeah now i don't know how that factors into repeats or whatever but i would assume it's just individual commercials. yeah commercial even if there's a repeat yeah. i think that would count i don't know how many repeats the, are during gonna, the super bowl. yeah who's going to repeat at the commercial at the super bowl all right but what's the next one you, you seem to have a, you seem to like that next one <laughs> will breasts be shown i sure as hell hope so <laughs> Have you okay? Let me explain something about Miami to everyone. Exactly. It's Old like Mardi Gras, but all the time with cocaine and Corona. Like I don't. That's. I just don't know. I don't think they'll be shown. I I, I would say that's a pretty easy no. It, it's going to well, not going to be intentionally shown. But like, is there just going to be a woman just? Yeah. It would have to be incredible timing because on a field goal. Not incredible. It, it would not be hard at all. They can do the they can do the field cam. Like the crowd cam going to the field to avoid Turn that. A- here's because here's my Okay, thinking. then you get two chicks facing opposite directions. <laughs> but they it's an angle down. You don't you see the lean crowd. Back. Here's the thing. <laughs> it it would have to be incredible timing in my mind because if she's just going to have her shirt off the whole time, they're not going to cut to her in the crowd. But Fair. they also don't necessarily know if they're on camera for the TV broadcast. So, I don't know that that one is a pretty. Wait, pretty what? Easy could one. you could you read the que- or what the what the actual bet is on again? Just carefully. It, it says, "Will breasts be shown?" Now that doesn't say fully exposed breasts. No, but I'm assuming that's what they mean. Then they should be more specific. That's fair. All right. Halftime bets. Okay. We'll go through these. Well, they already we already know who the guest performers are going to be. Will J-Lo or Shakira be suspended in the air during the halftime show? No. I don't think so either. Because Gaga did that a few years ago. Yeah, and Katy Perry that. did it too. That's not their thing. Um, Who will show cleavage? <laughs> Hopefully both. both of them. Both <laughs> is minus 250. Only Jennifer is plus 250. Only Shakira is plus 250. Neither is plus 550. No way. It's neither. Do no, not okay. waste your money on that. J-Lo is showing cleavage the both, in the press conference. Both is one of the, <laughs> that's one of the easiest slam dunk bets I've ever seen. Yeah. Let, let me put all my money on both. Both. And let, all of my wishful thinking money is also going to be on both. Will Shakira and Jennifer Lopez twerk during the halftime show? Once again, hope so. <laughs> yes, it's plus one seventy-five. That's a, see, that's one that you bet so that you hope it happens. Yeah, I. Like, really I don't s- mean to sound like a pervy weird say, guy, I, but I apologize like, if we sound pervy. You, you just... have to understand, like this is like this is our like growing up through puberty sex symbols. Oh, like I mean Shakira, man, J Lo and she like. I, a bunch of my friends they always tell me that their first wet dreams were Shakira. Like the way this is that's yeah. The way this next one is worded just sounds weird. Will Jennifer Lopez 
Only Jennifer, not Shakira. Will Jennifer Lopez show butt cleavage <laughs> during the halftime show? I don't think I've ever heard it called butt cleavage. Well, guess what I'm going to say? Yeah. <laughs> Hope of course so. You're say. It's plus 250 for yes. I'm, I, I'd, say, I'd take that one, too. Will Ricky Martin make an appearance during no, the halftime show? No, he will show? not. Who is Ricky Martin? I'm being serious. I actually don't know who that is. And I apologize if that Inside, offends someone. Inside, outside, out, living to vida loca. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you, so you say no? No, no actually, he will not. He no, no uh, is actually the... No, not... Oh, yeah, the better odd actually is for no. Yeah, because it was already kind of announced who... um, Who's going to be there because of rehearsal. It, it's a uh, bad bunny and... <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading ahead. Yeah, it, it's Bad Bunny and somebody Ooh. else. There's going to be a surprise. There's going to be someone. Well, no, because knows. they somebody it... somebody leaked it from rehearsal. Oh. Yeah. That's no fun. Honestly, I didn't really care who you it was. You can still have a surprise. It's still pretty easy to plan something out during rehearsal and not have that person out there. I think, personally. I don't know. Uh, I Yeah, they're... There's a rumor that Lizzo might pop up, but that's this is not her genre, so I don't see that happening. Listen, I don't mind Lizzo. A couple of her songs are decent. If I fucking hear truth hurt truth is Woman Great I gotta be great. Genuinely <laughs> hate that song. I'm sorry, but it's just a bad song. I, I It's get- not a bad song. It's actually a very well written song, and that's why it's so popular. Yes. You just don't like the fact that you hear it all it's the time. It's a Megan Trainer song. Yes. It's so good. It's it just hurts. No, the lyrics are good and the message is good. The actual song fucking sucks. <laughs> you just don't like the repetitive nature. It's so bad and and the the note I I hate it. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. The next two for sure you are gonna say yes. Ready? Yeah. Will Jennifer Lopez and Shakira kiss? God, I hope so. Exactly. Will there be a wardrobe malfunction? Like so, I, it's some like Janet Jackson shit. Yes. Like, I don't know. Just get JT up there. He'll make it happen. <laughs> All right. Especially in J Lo's costumes, like. One like that rip that Janet Jackson's like just one breast is like all of the fabric on a J Lo outfit. Like, all right, we have two more parts and then I'm done with this. We'll 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 go through these quickly. Uh, crossover bets with non. Oh wait. Oh no, wait. Sorry, two, three more spart. Three more parts. Uh, presidential section. Will Trump tweet Latinos after the game? Just Latinos, or he tweet at Latinos? I think. Just the, the it's in quotations, so I think the word Latino is in it, any it's of his somewhere, tweets. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, that's a mm, yes, yeah. five hundred man. Uh, will Trump predict the winner before kickoff? No, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Everyone's gonna have a real good, strong, hard fought game. These are the best teams. These are the best teams no in all of America. I'm st- <laughs> it's almost like it's the USFL, but it's not. It's not. It's not as good. Will the president tweet during the game? It's both minus two or 120. Yes, of course he'll tweet. Uh, and yeah. total Donald Trump tweets on February 2nd, which is this st- over under 13 and a half. Those ones I don't care about too that much. Um, crossover bets with other sports, which will be higher total touchdown passes or total goals in Tottenham. No, I don't care about that versus Man City, um, which will be higher. 
<laughs> 49ers point total or Donald Trump tweets on the third, not the second. That one's an interesting one. Which would be higher, Patrick Mahomes passing touchdowns or Joker Oscar no- nominations? That's an interesting Patrick one. Patrick Mahomes touchdowns. Um, Which will be higher, 1917 Oscar nominations. That's that new war movie that I've heard is fantastic. Or field goals attempted. Ooh, that one's a good one. Extra points included or just field goals? It says total field goals attempted. I'm going to assume threes. Three ball corner pocket. I got field goals. I would take field. Uh, dude, actually, I would. I'm gonna go Oscar nominations on that one. Okay, and then uh, bets actually related to the game. Will another player take a, other than a QB, take a direct snap? Yes, yes. Emmanuel Sanders will. Uh, Travis snap. Kelsey. Travis Kelsey could also get a direct snap. Emmanuel Sanders got a hundred passing rating on the season. Will there be a flea flicker? Yeah. Yes, San Francisco, not Kansas City. Yeah. The defense will bite harder for Kansas City. Yes. The D- Kansas City defense will bite harder in that run. Um, will a lineman catch a touchdown pass? God, I hope so. Honestly, that's one thing. Once again, that's one of the ones you just throw a dollar on because you hope it happens. I want that to happen. And will a Hail Mary be attempted? Yes. Oh, yeah. You have to. In the With Super Patrick Bowl, Mahomes, you have to. Yeah. You have to take any chance you can on, a, on, a, on points. You have to. I think that's just easy. Um, and that's all I have. So... Unless there's anything else you want to talk about, I think this will be a good place to wrap up. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is going to be one of those Super Bowls that's been overshadowed by a lot of the craziness that's happened in the last week. But it will be a bang. It will be. This will be potentially the launching point for the NFL post Goodell whenever they can get him the hell away from the league. Because it could be a lot sooner than we think. Like, we've been, there's been some stuff floating around that Goodell might not want to be around for much longer with the way that he's getting treated, which doesn't surprise me. And if you want to know what retirement pay is for a former NFL commissioner for 10 plus years, he doesn't need that job to live as comfortably as he wants for the rest of his life. So, I think this game is going to have some very large ramifications when it comes to long term NFL growth. I think this game will also be a good launching point into the XFL. I genuinely think so. Yeah. I think this will be such a fun game. People will want to keep watching football, and XFL starts a week after. And I think a lot of people were like, oh, why wouldn't you wait and kind of want that, that, you know, take something away so that you want it a little. I think jumping on right away is going to be perfect. So have you picked your XFL team yet? Yes, I am a Guardians guy. So I'm Salt Lake City Stallions. Okay, makes sense. And that I've got family out there. Okay. Um, But it's just cool to think about a Salt Lake City football team. Genuinely, now I can't remember where the Guardians are. I want to say New, New York. York. That's what I thought. New York. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they have a cool gargoyle mascot. Yep. It's pretty badass. I like the gargoyle, and I like... Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite Marvel movie. So that's, <laughs> that's your great reasoning, KO. Yeah. There we go. Thank, yeah. Uh, so that that's the best. It's the best looking setup for a, a new football professional league that we've seen I'm since the excited. USFL and Trump. Basically, is like this is the best attempt that we've seen. This is better than the original XFL. Attempt. I'm genuinely excited because I've heard Oliver Luck talk on McAfee's podcast a lot or on his uh, radio show. 
and he seems super into it. They they all seem really confident on what they're going on. These double forward passes, I'm super curious. The double forward password or pat and like the kickoffs and all the, the punts extra, can't go out of bounds. The extra points, yeah. I, I'm so excited for all of this. And everyone's like, oh, it's just football. I'm like, but it's gonna be so different. Mm-hmm. Like it's football, yeah. So it's gonna fill that football void, but it's gonna be different enough to where it's still gonna be a little refreshing. And they and Cardell Jones, like there's guys Car- yeah. playing that you know. And Marquette King, <laughs> like one of my favorite like, punters, the best punter yeah. ever. Like Second. why he's not on an NFL team, the world may never know. Well, everyone knows it's his attitude, but which is just ridiculous. I and exactly and like the uh, AAF. That that started or that tried to do something last year. They didn't have the quarterback play. Nope. I think this team. I think this league does easily be, because they're giving people a chance. I'm. You know. I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if Manziel ends up there if he still wants to end up. They won't. Football. No, they won't let him. He's got a criminal record. Oh, that's right. They did it. Yeah. But like they're giving people like Cardell Jones an actual another yeah. a second chance. Yeah. And they're, they're, there's a lot of names out there that you actually will recognize. And get ready because if it goes well. You're gonna see your backup quarterbacks from the NFL mm-hmm. that that we like our Matt Flynn type guys that mm-hmm. we know and love are gonna find a higher paying job in the XFL because this could Brett become Hundley, a, this Brett could Hundley, a, Deshaun Kaiser guys like those yeah, the, yeah Deshaun Kaiser would thrive in the XFL exactly. with their high tempo and yeah exactly so keep an eye out on that mm-hmm. I it not. Not in the next decade, but and you know, college guys that don't make it exactly, and even guys maybe from our level, yeah. like so exactly, um, and maybe a place like Whitewater could be a powerhouse or something like that. I I, so, I genuinely can't wait. I'm it excited. would not surprise me at all. Actually, I'd love to see the XFL come and play a training game here. That would be fun, like a Canton deal. I want to know when the NFL holds their kicking camp because I want to be at the bars that night. <laughs> because the kickers go out for Pat said he's been at the pub multiple times. R- Pat McAfee, yes. He, there, I saved the comment because he he posted a video of him kicking on our field, and then he someone said, "Did you go out to the bars or something?" And he said, "There's a punching bag uh, machine that probably still has my record on it, which it doesn't." But but it's the pub. But yeah, it, so I. Well, I'll be here all summer. Me too. Every day, all summer for the most part. So if I see anything, <laughs> yeah, I because I, I'm I drive past it every day. There you go. And yeah, I, I will let you know. I will go cover it as a good UWW sports, TV sports and radio personality that I am. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's like mid to late July. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's about it. I. Patrick Mahomes is going to do some crazy shit, man. I genuinely can't wait. I, this is going to be so fun. Yeah, he's going to show off that 36-inch vertical and cleats on turf. I've also heard a lot of the Super Bowl commercials. Not, I haven't, like, seen, I, any I haven't seen any yet, and I've done it on purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to watch them all tonight. Really? Be- I'm just going to watch them on Sunday. Because on Sunday, I, I want to know what's coming, and I want to have Twitter open. Ooh, fair enough. So I I'm still pretty new to the Twitter game. Add me a handsome McIlvain. I actually I would like to think I actually don't have that bad of a Twitter. (laughs) Like I I I feel like I've been doing a pretty decent job. So I I hope it's entertaining. That's what the goal is. (laughs) Um. So it will definitely be entertaining. I will be doing my uh my sports analysis breakdown of all of the Super Bowl commercials that I find and deem entertaining. I like that. So um. Because why not, right? If I tweet, it'll be during the game. 
itself. Yeah. Like in between the breaks so, and stuff. Yeah. So catch, I, I catch KO it. tweeting during the breaks about mm -hmm. the commercials. Catch me tweeting during the game about the commercials. <laughs> yes. And, and so no, I'm perfect. breaks in action. I won't be tweeting during the commercials. I'll be watching. Oh, oh okay. I'm going to wait and watch the commercials live because I've heard the Mountain Dew Zero Sugar, whatever. It's supposed to be really good. Yeah. The McCordy Brothers. Yeah. Apparently it's a horror thing. Yeah. I can't wait. It's, yeah. Um, the Walmart budget. the Walmart commercial apparently it's much like the one they did last year I don't know if it was for the Super Bowl but they did that mega episode for the pickups oh with all the, with all the famous cars with with all the famous IPs that they all the intellectual properties yes. that they got and they paid stupid amounts of money they did for. a new one with a theme and I <sighs> won't spoil it because it's kind of cool um and I've heard there's a lot of good cameos in that one that I'm extremely excited is for is it Star Wars I Actually, I don't know if they're in there. I don't remember. I don't remember all of them. I know. Okay, because like the last one was like Jurassic Park. And... You'll, you'll see. Because the last one is focused around just famous cars, basically. Yeah. This one is the same oh, track, but theme. a little okay, different. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Um, what was the other one? There was another one that I was gonna. I don't remember, but I'm just six years. Doritos always does amazing commercials. Doritos tied. I need another. All right, so I need I, another set of tied ads. I I, those... I looked at. The, the rankings. Those were genuinely I, my favorite. Yeah, I haven't seen, like I said, I have not seen any new Super Bowl commercials yet on purpose. I Good. have turned all of my ad blockers on. I have intentionally not looked at them. Good. But I I'm want going David to... Harbour to pop up on my TV and say, oh. this was a tight ad. I need that to happen at least once. And I'm not going to lie. I was a little inebriated last year when I was watching that game. And oh, and the blue and white ones where it turned I out was to be a Game of Thrones one. It. That one was awesome. I was losing my shit. We were too. It was genuinely amazing. Like the meme culture surrounding commercials now. I love it. Like I need more. I I wish there was another like Peloton Aviation Gin ad that Ryan because if and you guys don't know, Ryan Reynolds did a really good ad about his aviation gin with the lady from the Peloton ad that was super <laughs> ridiculed. And there's two ladies in the commercial with her. And they're just basically handing her the gin saying, you're, it's okay, you're safe here. <laughs> and she goes, thanks. And she just chugs the gin, says how smooth it is, and starts drinking a sec her friends instead while she goes up and gets another one. That's amazing. So like, if you want to talk about just smart branding and mm -hmm. marketing, that's like what culture has turned into when it comes to this stuff. So, yeah. So now we're going to jump into the interviews. Um, this is going to be a long-ass show. Um, the we're going to try to do an episode next week and we're going to try to do it yeah. early. Yeah. Maybe somewhat. I don't know yet. <laughs> we're going to we'll figure, figure it out. out. It'll be somewhat early in the week. I'm hoping at least before Wednesday or at least on Wednesday. Yeah. Somewhere around then, but we will talk about the Super Bowl. We'll talk about the commercials and we'll also try to dive into more sports now. Cause now yeah. we have to start looking at, you know, NBA for sure. MLB is going to be popping up soon. XFL, I feel like we're going to talk about that because I'm yep. going to be watching a lot of that. I'm going to have to do my research on that. Yep. And yeah, so look out for that next week. And like I mentioned earlier, Saturday, three count review returning. Um, and I'm going to do a separate outro for this podcast that I will do later. So follow us on Twitter, do all that stuff. Yeah. And Handsome McElvan on Twitter. Handsome Mac or H Man, the H Mac 34. I don't even know what I am on Instagram. Doesn't matter. Handsome McElvain on Twitter. That's the one you really want to see because that's the good one. And at so. Olsen2K20. Links in the description. But please stick around for these interviews. These are a lot of fun and uh, some really good opinions from my buddies that you have heard on the podcast before. So with that being said, enjoy these interviews. But first, 
a quick word from our sponsor. We are now joined by frequent friend of the show, frequent friend of mine, Chad Coffin. How's it going, Chad? Good, Kyle. Thanks for having me, man. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on for the the big Super Bowl episode. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm super excited. I mean, uh, despite what happened on Sunday, um, I'm still. This is still one of my favorite weeks of the year. So I'm I'm genuinely excited. But uh, I'm here. We are here uh, for you to talk about what's happening this weekend. Uh, so give me your thoughts on the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be an exciting game. What do you think? Absolutely. A lot of red, a lot of teams who, who haven't spent a lot of time recently in the Super Bowl, but have some history, of course. Uh, Kansas City being a Super Bowl one team. We almost had the matchup of, you know, the Packers and Kansas City from Super Bowl one, which would have been pretty cool. Um, uh, but it is what it is. I know I've had a little bit more time to recover. I've had two weeks to recover before, you know, rather than you guys with the, with the one. So, yeah, it's been excited to get uh, ready for this. But uh, so I think the things we got to really look at, defenses are going to play a huge part as well as one offense, in my opinion. So uh, let's start with uh, San Francisco. So San Francisco's defense, uh, led by Nick Bosa, who is a, a rookie who by any stretch of the imagination, other than being his first year in the NFL, does not look or play or any part of him look like a rookie. So he's had phenomenal stats in the regular season and in the postseason, and I think he can be a huge problem uh, for Pat Mahomes and that and the Kansas City offense. With that being said, 
the weak spot, I think, in that uh, the San Francisco defense. One, they haven't played well against mobile quarterbacks. It's it's been one of the things you get a cagey uh, a cagey quarterback like a Lamar Jackson, a Patrick Mahomes, a Russell Wilson. They they struggle and they've shown that. Um, they went one and one with with the with Seattle. Uh, Russell had one of his better rushing games that game as well. Patrick Mahomes is one of the first quarterbacks to log. Uh, 50 plus rushing yards uh, in all his postseason games so you know he's coming out he's going to be moving the ball and as long as they can keep the ball away from Richard Sherman's side of the field they're going to have you know they're going to give this defense a lot of trouble with that being said with Nick Bosa and that big front as well as Richard Sherman being the veteran being the leader of that of that defensive uh, backfield they're going to cause a lot of trouble for him so on the on the opposite side you know you're looking at The Niners' offense. Now, the Niners' offense has had guys come in and go out and injured, and and, and guys come back and healthy, and and oddball guys coming out of here and there. One of them being uh, Raheem Mossert. So this guy was a Chicago Bear. Um, little little tidbit there uh, in that Packer game. The, uh, the 37 points that were scored by the 49ers, the only two players that scored the points in the league were both former Bears players. So NFC North can just eat their heart out. Uh, so the Bears, you know, let guys go. But uh, it's, it's a fun statistic. Um, so with that being said, a lot of people are looking at Raheem Mossert as, as the X factor in this game. And I agree and disagree. So the reason that I agree is because he has shown flashes of some serious talent. Obviously, he goes for 220 with a 7.6 average and four touchdowns last week, which is great. The only time we ever saw him go for over 100 or actually even over 70 yards through the rest of the season was against Baltimore. The thing that sticks out for both of these games is he had almost 20 in Baltimore to go for 146, and he had almost 30 touches against Green Bay. Uh, all the other ones, 12 touches, 60 yards, 10 touches, 57, 11 touches, 53. The proof is in the pudding. If they get Raheem Mostert touches, I think they're going to have a lot of success. With that being said, they have to get it to Raheem Mostert first. I do not believe Jimmy Garoppolo is as talented a quarterback as a lot of quarterbacks in the league. Granted, yes, he's a good quarterback, but if you're going to put him up against the likes of uh, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, quarterbacks like this that are elite, I don't know if we've seen enough from Jimmy G yet to prove that. So we're going to need a lot out of Raheem Mostert to get a lot out of Jimmy Garoppolo. If that doesn't go hand in hand, then that's going to be a problem. So I think your biggest issue with that that's really going to cause trouble for that to even happen is going to be Kansas City's Frank Clark. This guy has been a sack machine, and as long as he can stay home and continue to ball hawk, this guy is going to be a huge trouble for Jimmy Garoppolo. Even if they get the ball moving on the ground, that front line of that defense for Kansas City is going to be a huge piece. Their defensive backs have been shaky at best throughout the entire season, and we all know that the biggest thing that the whole Kansas City team has depended on is the offense, and the offense namely in one person. Sorry I don't have a lot on the defense. I don't have a lot of talk about there because the talk about Kansas City is about the offense. It circles around one single player, and that's Patrick Mahomes. There was a reason he was an MVP last year. There's a reason he's playing in the Super Bowl this year. Not only this kid, extremely talented, extremely athletic, he has a guy behind him in the Walrus, Andy Reid, the Whataburger King, the guy probably playing for more than anyone else in this fucking game, the White House <laughs> fast food 
buffet. The walrus is after the walrus was quoted after winning the championship to go to the Super Bowl. What did he? What Andy Reid? What did you do after the game? I went home. I had a cheeseburger. I went to bed. That came right from his mouth. If there's anyone on the planet more excited to win this Super Bowl and go to the White House than him, I would dare you to find who it is. So, if Patrick Mahomes can continue to use his feet to pick up first downs, that that running tee, that running core is not reliable for Kansas City. Um, and as long as Tyreek Hill stops making fun of uh, Patrick Mahomes' voice sounding like Kermit the Frog, I think he'll keep throwing the ball to him. Um, so, you keep Travis – I mean, Travis Kelsey is a machine. It's like – Gronkowski's spirit, like all of his NFL spirit, left him when he retired, and it all went into Travis Kelsey. It it seems sometimes in some drives, they'll throw it to him. Of the seven passes in a drive, six will go to him, and the seventh will accidentally get to him. And it's just again and again and again, and they pound the ball. So if they continue to do what they've been doing through the season, 90% of it, I think I think they're going to be a huge problem for San Francisco's defense. With that being said, Kansas City has one of the worst red zone offenses in the league. They only scored touchdowns on 54% of all their red zone tries this year. You can't do that in the Super Bowl. When it comes down to limited points, uh, what is, I think the points are at 54.5 right now. Almost every single Vegas better, every analyst, and every professional has taken the under on this. Every Madden simulation, anything is going under, under, under every time. And if it goes to show us, look at the last couple Super Bowls. Look at last year was a combined total of what? I don't even think they broke 25. It's always been under in the Super Bowl. I mean, short of a couple games, like when Seattle blew out Denver and things like that, the Super Bowl is always a tight game. And it's going to come down to, in my opinion, the Kansas City offense versus the San Francisco defense. If they can get that game close, keep that game tight, they've shown throughout the season San Francisco, they've been on the they've been on the correct end of so many games. They've been on the end of the right end of a blowout, they've been on the right end of a nail biter, they've also been on the wrong end of a nail biter, but the one thing they've never been on the wrong end of is a blowout. They're either gonna blow out, they're gonna win close, they're gonna lose close. They've shown every single week that they can be there at the end. So, with all that being said, we bring it all together. In my opinion, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be your Super Bowl champion this year. And namely because of one person, former MVP, soon-to-be Super Bowl MVP, Patrick freaking Kermit the Frog Mahomes. This guy is an extreme talent. He's a freak. And he has, like I said, a guy like Andy Reid, a schemer who's going to make a huge difference. He's continued to prove himself again and again and again. And Andy Reid is short of one thing from being a first ballot Hall of Famer coach, and it's a Super Bowl. If he would have gotten it in Philly and then came over here and got another one, we're looking at some, I mean, no question. This is a guy who you'd say in the same breath, and I know a lot of people are going to disagree, as Belichick. He hasn't been there as many times. He hasn't done it as often. But what he's done with what he's had has always been extremely impressive. Um, as far as the score goes, uh, I mean, this is always the struggle. I mean, hell, I could be completely wrong, and they could come out, and they could go 31 to 24. You know, you blow the number out of the water. Granted, I thought that was going to happen last year with the Rams' high-powered offense. It did not. I think realistically, uh, Kansas City is looking at a 24 or a 27, and I think that 49ers is going to come in somewhere between 14 and 17. So if I had to iron it out, keeping it in close, I'm going to go 24 to Kansas City and 17 uh, to the San Francisco Niners with Patrick Mahomes being your Super Bowl MVP. 
I love everything you just said. I do have one quick question that I actually thought of while you were talking there. We've seen the past two games, Kansas City fall behind, but they're able to climb back late in the game. And I, I, you know, I thought with the Tennessee game, with that running game, Tennessee would have a easier time holding on to that lead compared to a Houston who is more of a passing team. That didn't happen. Do you think if Kansas City falls behind early in this game, you know, even if it's by 10 or 10 or 14, like it wasn't for Tennessee, is it going to be harder because of the defense and the running game combined? Or is it just going to be that same story where Kansas City is probably going to come back? Um, I don't want to see them put themselves in a situation where they have to play fight back. I don't want to see them because saying, hey, I came back against a Ryan Tannehill Titans team. You know, hey, I came back against a beaten and bruised Houston Texans team. It's not the same thing as saying, hey, we're going to come back against Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Bosa, and, and um, sorry, Shanahan in the Super Bowl. That's not going to happen because, again, I know I give um, Andy Reid a lot of props, but Kyle Shanahan is the guy who can also make, you know, you, you make you squirm because the things that he can do on offense, he's a schemer, he's a play caller, he's, you know, he's a guy who can make you hurt too. So with a defense like that, Kansas City, I, I don't think they can fall behind. Granted, early on, you know, you're going tit for tat, you fall behind, you know, if they end, if they end halftime down by, you know, three points, I'm not really concerned. If they end, if they go into halftime down 10, we're talking like 13 to three, I think they're going to have some serious problems. Yeah, I, again, agree with everything you say. Chad, it's always a pleasure having you on here. I love uh, talking shop with you. It's been a pleasure um i will get you on a full episode here coming up uh within probably the next month at least to get some basketball talk in since that's kicking off uh, uh especially with the nfl slowing down here but as always it's a pleasure thank you for coming on absolutely thanks for having me kyle whenever you need me i'm always here absolutely all right go chiefs and uh on to the next person joined by Mr. Connor Moore, former co-host of the podcast, uh, now recurring guest and host of his own podcast, Sports and More. Connor, give us your thoughts on this coming Super Bowl between the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. It, the best part about the Super Bowl is that you didn't say the New England Patriots, so I'm happy either way. Um, to, no, to be honest, I think this is going to be a, a lot of fun. You've got a defense that just... Are let's look like eaters, look like eaters of worlds. Each and every one of them, to be honest with you, against you know it's Patty Mahomes, it's Tyreek Hill, it's that offense is so high powered. It the names go on and on. They beat you with speed. They beat you with the long ball. They can beat you in almost every way. The running game is subject to you know how the other things work. But they can beat you on special teams too. Their defense is much improved from last year, in my opinion. It's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I I think this is gonna be like the first Super Bowl in a while where I just sit and I just enjoy. You know, I don't have a, a major vesting interest in either team. I like players on both teams, and I think this is just a Super Bowl. I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy, and I'm not gonna be too upset on who wins or who loses. But if you had to ask me who I really want to win this one, uh, if I had to pick one, I would pick the Chiefs because I think Andy Reid deserves a Super Bowl. That is the one thing he has not gotten. He got close, and then he also lost to, to, to the New England Patriots. So I think 
this is the year where Andy Reid gets that ever elusive Super Bowl, and I think I think he gets it by by a two score game here. I think the Chiefs are going to win by two touchdowns, and it's Andy Reid finally gets that elusive Super Bowl to what is otherwise been a very Hall of Fame worthy career. Yeah, I mean, uh, are there any? Uh... I don't know, any matchups that you're kind of looking at there, you know, because we've seen a lot of high-powered defenses going against high-powered offenses in the past, and we, it, it kind of trends towards defenses getting that upper hand. Do you think Mahomes and this speedy offense can counteract this pass, ru- pass rush and the speedy defense of the Niners? I think they can. I think I think he has the ability to just because he's kind of, Mahomes is a wizard back there. Uh, the guy that scares me is Nick Bosa. He is an absolute man-child. He is a horrible human being, but <laughs> he is a beast of a football player. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see who Richard Sherman lines up against, though. You know, who is he going to cover? Is he going to is he going to cover is he going to cover Hill? Because that's going to be interesting. You know, the whole debate between Sherman and only playing in cover three and whatnot. And you know, yeah, he lo- he looks good. He, uh, Sherman, you know, after coming off that ruptured Achilles and everything a couple years ago and still hanging with the best of them, but Tyree Kill was infused with Sonic the Hedgehog's blood or something, but the dude's fast. The dude's got speed speed to burn, so I think it's going to be very interesting to see it's, how that... It's it's going to be an entire defensive effort. You know, it's not going to be it's not going to be just Sherm. It's not going to be just Nick Bosa, I think. It is going to take that entire defense to slow down that offense because, I mean, we've seen numerous times when that offense gets going, it's almost impossible for them to stop. And even they could be down a couple scores and they can, once they get, once they heat up, it, 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 it ask Houston, it could be ball game just like that. So it's going to be interesting. Um, on the other side of this, Raheem Mostert just had the second best rushing performance in playoff history. Do you think Chris Jones and Sorensen and that defense of Kansas City can slow down the rushing game? I think Mo- I think Mostert is going to get his. He's going to get his easily. Uh, I will actually I won't say easily, but he's going to get his. He's going to get he's going to get some good a good chunk of yardage. He's going to find the end zone a, a, a time or two. But I I think the thing here what the Chiefs should do is make Jimmy G throw the ball. Make him throw the ball. He came off a game where he didn't have to do much, so make him throw it. Make him beat you. You know, he was he was supposed to be the heir to Tom Brady. He's supposed to be the next great young quarterback in the league right now. And, you know, I would agree with those statements, but let make him prove it on the biggest stage of his career. So I think the defense will do just enough to slow that rushing game down, enough to the point where San Francisco has to actually open up the passing section of the playbook. I'm going to put you on the spot here, as I will with all my guests today. Give me a winner, a score, and an MVP. Chiefs by two touchdowns. I'm going to say... Oh wow! I'm gonna say twenty-one, thirty-five, twenty-one. I'm gonna say thirty-five, twenty-one, Kansas City. Patty Mahomes is the MVP. Love it, 
Absolutely love it. All right. Well, Connor, thank you very much. Uh, if you want to give your podcast a plug real quick, all your yeah. socials. Yeah, of course. So uh, Sports and More, it's my podcast. It's a continuation of the TV show that I had many moons ago, but uh, we're doing things we're doing things to Connor more away this, this, uh, this time around a little bit more than usual. Uh, started to pick that back up a little, a little bit more after going MIA a little bit to focus on some things, career moves. But the podcast social is for Twitter. It's at more M O R E underscore podcast. And yeah, no, give me a follow. Uh, follow me on my Twitter at Connor Moore. It's T O N N O R M O O R E underscore the number seven and yeah give me a follow give it a listen and all good times yeah and definitely go back and listen to uh i'm assuming what would be the most recent or one of the most recent podcasts uh where i was just on talking about the mlb uh cheating scandal with the houston astros so definitely oh, check that podcast out 100 percent. that one was fun that one was fun if you want if you want to hear two dudes just sound off on an entire organization that's the episode you want to listen to yeah it's an entertaining one uh but yeah connor thanks for being on thanks for jumping on Uh, i hope it's gonna be a fun super bowl thank you man i am now joined with another great friend of the show great recurring cast recurring guest of the show great start uh host of what makes me mad and then in the frko family callahan steed cal we're here it's the super bowl tell me I, the, I I gave you the kind of the bullet points right before we started recording of what I what I want to hear out of you, but I just want to hear your opinion on this upcoming Super Bowl. Oh, thank you so much, Ko. It's great to be down here in Miami, uh, <laughs> staying outside stadium. I've talked to a lot of great fans and I've interviewed some great players. Oh my God, Nick Bosa just walked by. <laughs> anyway, no, my keys to the game. Uh, I think the biggest thing I'm focused on is uh, when it's Nick or the 49ers defensive line going up against the Kansas City offensive line because the key to the game is can they get enough time to protect Mahomes so he can unleash a deep ball to Tyreek or Hardman or Watkins or ever any other fast guy they have on that team. But so the key is we saw how dominant the 49ers defensive line was against the Packers offense and their great quarterback and Aaron Rodgers and how quickly – you could disrupt that. If you could give them enough time, though, I feel like they can get after that secondary a little bit. And so I think that the key is, you know, we always say battle in the trenches. Right? I think the key is battle in the trenches. Kansas City offensive line can give Mahomes just enough time to unleash some deep balls. I think that's going to really uh, go in the favor of Kansas City. Another interesting thing uh, that I look for is uh, 49ers heavy run team. Um, going up against Kansas City's uh, rush defense, which is so-so. Um, but we saw last week, or two weeks ago actually, uh, that they were pretty much able to limit Derrick Henry, and that kind of made Kansas or Tennessee have to throw the ball offensively. Um, so it's going to be the kind of whole same way. However, different quarterback, I do think Garoppolo is more of an upgrade than Ryan Tannehill, so it's kind of like if you – are like, all right, we took away your best weapon, beat us throwing the ball. Like, I still think the 49ers would have a shot, but still not as good of a shot if he, Mostert, Matt Breida, Tevin Coleman, whoever they have in there, if Coleman's able to play, um, 
can just slash through their defense like they did with Green Bay. I do think that's going to be a little bit different if Chris Jones is fully healthy on that defensive line for Kansas City. Uh, I think the, they're continuing to be motivated for Kansas City. Uh, they were motivated going into the game against it. Honestly, and also, too, when you had Frank Clark talking a lot about Derrick Henry, I thought for sure because normally you just see in sports when someone talks big before a game, normally they get their mouth shut. But Frank Clark and that whole defensive line was able to prove uh, to the world that how good they are at stopping Derrick Henry. Um, and, they, you know, they proved themselves right. And so I think they're going to be out again looking to prove themselves right. I know Clark was saying uh, that the Niners are, have never really faced a defensive lineman like him before, even though th there was another tweet that was like, you played on the Seahawks, they've faced you about eight different times already. Um, so I think that's going to be, uh, so that's like my two biggest keys, but I think honestly, if, uh, Kansas city can get enough time in the pocket, um, for Mahomes or just even to scramble as well too, if you give them enough time, I think, uh, that it should be, uh, they should be able to be victorious, but that's coming from someone that was over two in his championship predictions. So I don't know. Um, I want to see Kansas City win just because, you know, they haven't won it in a really long time since 69. So, and Andy Reid, former Packers head coach. I mean, just an all, just a great head coach that has never won a Super Bowl, and I think he definitely deserves one. And I know he's gotten really, really close with uh, a bunch of championship games that he ended up losing a lot of. So, if I had to see him back in the Super Bowl, hopefully they can right the ship and win. I mean, if the 49ers win, I would be whatever they haven't won in a long time either so uh either way franchise is gonna get to have a super bowl victory that they haven't got to see in a while so good for them but i do work with a 49ers fan who is uh i'd say 14 or 15 years old and i'm strongly questioning his bandwagon allegiance he uh said that his mom grew up in california and that's how they became a 49ers fan and um which you know i might believe but then also too i kind of want to quiz him on uh, some 49er players. I'm just going to be like, name me uh, some 49ers players not named Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Steve Young, Colin Kaepernick, or Alex Smith, or any one that's currently on the roster. Go. Because, I mean, I can do that. Frank Gore, uh, Y.A. Tittle. Um, then Larry Allen played a year uh, for the Niners. Um, I'm just trying to think back to my Madden 07 game. Uh Terrell Owens. Oh, yeah, Chris Borland. Patrick Willis. Since we're on linebackers that retired early. Um, Let's see if I can name some more. Uh, oh, Vernon Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Um, I'm just trying to think. I mean, then you could also Ricky Waters if you want to, like, go back. Jeff Garcia. Uh, uh, Garrison Hurst. Yeah, um, but I want to quiz his allegiance one of these days. So <laughs> look out. Uh, ah, crap. I forgot his name. Um, It's not Ezekiel. Elijah, there we go. All right. Yeah, he, if you're listening right now, Elijah, which I'm sure you are, <laughs> when I get back from Miami and I start working at Culver's again, it's bad news for you. <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh my thing. I think, uh, I think Kansas City will win. I think. They've been able to – they've also had to face solid defenses before, too. Niners will be probably the biggest test that they've had to face. Uh, but I think if they can just keep the defensive line just 
obviously you can't stop them, but just keep them at bay. Like if they only allow two or three sacks and only a couple of hurries, I think they'll be good. Um, I don't think they'll have to worry honestly too much about their running game. It will be interesting though to see if Kansas City is able to get up early. Cause they and they get on runs too. Kansas City has been just getting on runs throughout the playoffs, where just you can't slow them down offensively. Uh, it's so it's gonna be kind of like the same thing that Tennessee did, where you have to uh, have them be playing from behind, so they'll be throwing the ball more, um, which wouldn't be their strong suit. Cause if they want to, they would just want to run up and down the field on you, giving it to Mostert. Um, so expect Kansas City to try to get a lead early, and then. Just keep passing and passing because, I mean, it's, they already beat that first game playing with Tennessee, so I expect them uh, to be seeing the exact same thing again. So, And I think the Chiefs' defense, especially run pass defense, I'm a little more iffy about, but I think run, they're more better than the Packers. So I think Kansas City will win this game. I'll probably be wrong, but it will definitely be a fun game to watch as I'm watching it from my field uh, pass that I was able to obtain from first round KO. So appreciate that. And uh, I'll definitely get to enjoy the rest of this warm Miami weather. I'm currently in my swimming trunks right now. I'm go down uh, and enjoy the ocean. Wait, is are they is Miami by the ocean? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to South Beach? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'll I'll I'll, I'll just go to the pool if, at my local hotel. That don't ask me what hotel I'm at. I'm not allowed to say on air, but. Yeah, that's uh, my prediction. So back to you in the studio, KO. Thank you very much. Uh, that that was Cal. I didn't realize, but they, uh, you've heard me before on the me and you giving the banter on the whole 49ers thing. So it's clearly I am not in Miami, if anyone was knowing. So I am in the studio <laughs> with KO. So I wish I was in Miami. I'm not, though. Anyway, back to you, uh, you can check out Cal on What Makes Me Mad on Spotify and iTunes. I'm on everything. He's on, on everything now. I'm on Google. I'm on Apple. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on everything. What Makes Me Mad. Daily, I, weekly episode. I mean, weekly episodes. So, yeah. I yeah. Definitely check that out. I've been on a couple times. It's a really fun thing where Cal just rants about stuff that makes him mad. And it's actually, it's very relatable. So definitely check that out. Uh, thank you, Cal, as always, for coming on. And uh, yeah, on to the next guest. I am now joined by Carter, longtime friend and a recurring guest of the show. Very excited to have him here. And it is now his turn to give his input on Super Bowl 54. Yeah, I'm very excited. So, Carter, what do you got for me? One, that doesn't sound right, Super Bowl 54. Like, I like even numbers. It is an even number, but I like numbers with fives at the end because it makes it so much more nice, and the Packers usually win. 35, 45, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, Okay, key to the game for the Super Bowl is going to be the two quarterbacks. I mean, obviously, but more of the pressure pretty much all the pressure is going to be on if Patrick Mahomes can perform and it's okay a lot of guys have that problem but it's (laughs) but it's one of those things where with San Francisco and Kyle Shanahan they game plan it so no player has to be perfect they just have to do their job well enough where they can get open see holes in the opposing defense's game plan and then exploit that if Patrick Mahomes isn't on Kansas City is done it their running game isn't there and 
their receivers obviously are only effective if Mahomes is on. So that that that's your key to the game right there. Like if Patrick Mahomes is not playing well, the Chiefs don't have a chance. And it nothing really else matters. Like literally nothing else. Now I am one of those people that always says that Mahomes keeps getting bailed up by his receivers, and I still do believe that. So it is going to be very interesting to see how San Francisco plays their defense. If they go really pass defense heavy in the first half, maybe get Mahomes out of rhythm. And then if he loses confidence, confidence is a huge thing, especially in the Super Bowl. I don't think anyone has an idea. I mean, I don't. I've never played in the Super Bowl, but I've watched them all. And it's just one of those things where if a team doesn't think they can win, they're done. Like that. It happened in, what was that, Super Bowl 40, no, Super Bowl, yeah, 49, 49, with the Seahawks and the Broncos, where the Broncos were out of it right away. I was, I was thinking Broncos-Panthers, too. It kind of looked like the Panthers. But the Panthers were in it at least until halftime. Yeah, that's true. Um, But so it's one of those things where if, they, if the 49ers can take Mahomes out of the game, it's game over. Like, and it will be a blowout because the 49ers will just impose their will. And I hate saying that because I hate the 49ers. I've always hated the 49ers, but they will impose their will. And so that's, that's your key to the game. If Mahomes does well, Jimmy Garoppolo can play a crap. Obviously he can play like crap. He only threw nine passes in the NFC championship game. Now that was against a worse defense. Well, a worse defensive game plan. And I don't think they got off the bus again. That's a whole nother thing. But you're, the key is going to be, if Mahomes isn't on, how does Kansas City respond, even if they can? And if San Francisco is able to impose their will, I wouldn't be surprised if it's 49-7, 52-7. It will be a blowout. Wow. Every, everyone's thinking that it's going to be this shootout 52-49 type game. No. The way San Francisco defense plays, the way their game plans work just as a system – if you're not on them fast, if if you miss one drive, that's game over. But I just think that with their defense, the mismatches in the in the passing game, they're not going to be able to do well. And it's, again, I'm going to keep saying this, batter it in your head. Take Mahomes out of the game, you win the game. That's it. So with um, Kansas City just kind of like – they fought. They fell behind against Tennessee and against Houston, but Tennessee's more of that running game, and their their defensive game plan was stop the run. Do you think that that defense has what it takes to slow down this running game of of San Francisco and make Jimmy G be the guy on that offense? No, because in two schools of thought when it comes to running, you either run the set up the pass or you pass the set up the run, but you have to do one of those things first. You have to set up something, and if and if you're selling out on run defense, then you're forcing the other team to pass to set up the run. They were playing Deshaun Watson and Ryan Tannehill. Now, Deshaun Watson isn't horrible, but he's not the guy that's going to win you a Super Bowl unless I see something. Unless they build a team around him better, and I mean we saw that implosion. That was that was a coaching thing, but that all comes back to. Even if the coach is calling bad plays or calling wrong plays, can you make checkdowns at the line? Can you audible? We saw that with Aaron Rodgers for multiple years. He was carrying that team. And so, obviously, Deshaun Watson isn't Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that's a hot take. Um, so, with Deshaun Watson and the Texans, 
they just didn't have a chance after that comeback started with Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill's a guy who can pass, but they took him out of the game. They reasonably took Derrick Henry out of the game by selling out on the run. Ryan Tannehill wasn't good enough to exploit that difference. Um, and so, to be honest, I think you, whoever's the quarterback that San Francisco is playing against, they have to step up. And we've seen it every time they've won in these big playoffs, playoff game or playoff game scenario matchups, except for one game against Seattle, where, well, uh, e- even then they were playing Russell Wilson. Baltimore game, too. Yeah. They, Baltimore, yeah. They played well against so I think it's one of those things where you you have to step up and you have to outperform your own expectations for the season to be able to beat San Francisco, even if they're selling on the run. I don't particularly think that Kansas City's run offense is all that strong. So what's your prediction? 49-7. Is that where you're going with? 49-7. Okay. MVP will be George Kittle, Greg Kittle. I can never remember his first name. George. Um, oh, we're Greg I don't know either. I, I keep getting confused with Greg Olson. That's why. Who just uh, got cut from Carolina today. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Yep. I did not see that. He's coming home. He's going to come back. He still wants to play, so he's going to come to Chicago probably. Um, but <laughs> I don't know how you missed that. Um, <laughs> but so it's going to be 49-7. MVP is going to be George Kittle just because they're going to light him up in the pass defense or the passing game. Like that—that's my prediction, and I'm sticking to it. And you stuck it until you, yeah. Like, I—I I honestly don't see anything other than Patrick Mahomes being able. They're a one-headed monster. They only got Patrick Mahomes, and his receivers who bail him out, which I don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. I'm. I you have definitely I've done I think three interviews four interviews now to this point with my cr- recurring guests and I think you're the first person to lean so heavy on San Francisco, for sure. Which probably plays into the fact that you you do have I don't want to say a bias but like you do have those strong feelings towards Patrick Mahomes. Right. It's not a bias, but you know what I mean. But like it, it's kind of hard not to say that when you see when. We think of Aaron Rodgers as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's obviously in the top five, and it's kind of hard to say that San Francisco isn't going to dismantle someone when they've done it to one of the greatest quarterbacks in the game oh, twice consistently. And whether that's because they didn't get off the bus, whether that's because they went there late, didn't have a good game plan. Holmes has way better weapons, yeah, but I mean, but that just goes to my point. Like, let's say Mahomes and Rodgers are on a kind of equal scale. I don't think it matters. If if those games were close, then I would give Kansas City a chance. Yeah. Um. So I don't think. I don't know. It's just, it's just hard to see any team having a chance if San Francisco comes out of the gate being a bully, and if San Francisco just kind of imposes their will, this game's over. I'm actually going to put money on it right now. I'm I'm putting money on it. All right, I like that. Well, what, forty-nine to forty-two to seven, forty-nine to seven. I what is the? I don't. I, what is the over/under? I'm trying to. You might even hit that just with that. <laughs> um, I think it's like sixty-two or something like that. So maybe not. But yeah, I I very interested in what you to, to see if that because I mean honestly, you know, and people listening have already heard. 
Oh, well, there you go. You hit it. <laughs> um, I... It, I don't know. It could go one of two ways where Patrick Mahomes keeps it close and it's going to be a seven-point game. And if he's on, you know, he has a career game, which he can. Right. Or he can any week. Or it could go where the Niners just dominate and then Mahomes makes it close late. But, like, yeah, I I like everything that you said. Noticed how I've completely ignored Jimmy Garoppolo in this situation? Because he doesn't matter. Like, everyone on ESPN, I saw it on, not the jump, but uh, – get up with whatever the hell yeah greenberg um they were saying like oh the key is going to be if jimmy grapple can play a football no it's not if they if they have a halfway decent running attack if they can just do whatever they need to do like you could put the backup quarterback in there and you do halfway decent that that that's the thing jimmy grapple was a true system quarterback like a true system quarterback he had a good system in New England. Now he has a good system in San Francisco. And since he doesn't have an ACL tear, he's fine. Like, he, he is a passable quarterback. But this is a team that has weapons all around to be able to not have to have an amazing quarterback. And while I just said that, like, you have to have a good quarterback to win a Super Bowl, with San Francisco, it's totally different. Yeah. They're kind of changing the game the way that the game is kind of leaning towards passing. They lean completely the other way um it's going to be interesting what jimmy does with his 10 passes yeah i think that's a correction that we've been seeing in the league just generally though as the league has gotten more pass happy you're seeing teams go away from that because the pass interference penalties are so damning like if i deck you at the 35 while you're running a route okay you guys get the ball what 15 from there or is it no it's at the spot of the foul but still if if you guys are starting on the 20 that's flipping the field by a good 60 yards so i think and running the ball you're not risking interceptions especially with all these ball, ball hawk safeties and dbs as defenses have tried to counter the passing game offenses have started to reinvigorate their running game and we've seen it this playoffs that you have to have a good running game to make it to the super bowl all right. Well, yeah, I agree with everything, uh, you know, I, uh, other than the Mahomes thing. You know, we, we've talked about that a few times. But, yeah, uh, that'll do it for Carter. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. You don't like to plug your socials, so. I got a big story coming in the next couple of weeks for the Royal Purple, so watch out for that. Cool. Royal Purple. Uh, I'll probably, if I see it on Twitter, I'll retweet it with the first round KO Twitter, so look out for that. Uh, but, yeah, thanks, Carter, as always, for coming on. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, thanks. Have a good one. All right, uh, on to the next one, I think. <laughs> Thank you to all of the guests who came onto the show. Thank you, Hanson, as always, for being on. Thank you guys for listening. This was a very fun Super Bowl uh, preview. Give me, please, you know, tweet me, uh, tweet at FRKO Podcast with your Super Bowl predictions. I'm very excited for this game. I'm very excited to see what you guys think, too. It's going to be such a fun day with the game and all the commercials and everything that comes around with it. So thank you all for listening. Follow us on Twitter uh, at FRKO Podcast. All the other links are in the description below. Check out the other First Round KO Family podcasts. Um, all, again, all the links in the description below. Um, subscribe to us, please, on uh, app, uh, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcast from. Give us a, a five-star review on iTunes, and I'll give you a shout-out at some point in the podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time. Stay fresh, cheesebags. Cheesebags.
storming through the villages keep an image of priscilla with the j dilla dilla need another dollar dollar in manila so vanilla with a swirl let the blade run tongue drip slice down the middle of our nation heebie-jeebies we already had this conversation kept me busy since day one accusations pockets gained a little weight like my ex bitch still the only bricks that i've been stacking been in tetris never measure up because we've been on a different metric and I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with palace and preen logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo Fill the hole in my soul with palace and preen logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo